house doesn't, but you're you're a good dude, Alex. <laughs> Bam, we're live. Good morning. Good morning. It's seven a.m. A... somewhere. Yeah, where where are you? I'm up in Reno, Nevada. Where are you? Oh, uh, I'm sitting in a kitchen in um, Newport Beach, California. Hold on, one second. Sorry, one second. Welcome to the show, everybody. One coffee, one coffee. I just leave you in front of everyone by yourself. <laughs> I have one coffee cup. I'm like, wait a sec. Where's my? This is truly my security blanket. I, I had oh. a little panic. I had a little panic attack. That's fair. See, I, I try to be respectful, and I poured mine into this cup. <laughs> Very good. I just walked down to the bar that opens at six here at Newport Beach. Are you sure you weren't at the bar all night? Or I was not. I was not. I was not. And I have three little boys. Those days are long, long Did gone. You get Actually. Say it again. Did you get rained out? Did you get blown away by Hillary? No, no. Uh, we were we spent the day. I, I, I guess maybe we missed it by one day, but the day that it was supposed to be big, we were at the beach. It was eighty-five degrees. Oh, I did hear the, a story. That yeah, was a trip. The, say it again. Oh, it was a trip. Yeah, where you're in? You're in Reno. You said. Yeah. Is that home for you? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you had no Hillary up there. Uh, we got like a, a couple storms out of it. For a few days it's been like 65 degrees and windy and rainy and i washed my car and then it got rained on hey was it hot rain i heard it was actual hot rain here which is kind of uncommon for california i heard it was like hot outside and rainy like hawaii no no oh, okay yeah, <laughs> but i think that's what like kind of the definition of like a tropical storm right right <laughs> we we are you born and raised in california yeah because I'm, I was born and raised in the Bay Area, and every year we have winds that are like fifty or hundred miles an hour that blow through the Golden Gate Bridge. They give warnings. Mm -hmm. You remember that? Um, yeah, I mean, I remember seeing it on the news for sure. Like, I grew up in a little town called Placerville. So, it's oh like yeah, wow, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, get some storms, and then I came up to Reno and went to school here, and. It's weird, you know, everything comes off the Sierras really fast into the bowl here in Reno, and then it just blows out and storms somewhere else, so. So, uh, just to get people caught up real quick, Alex uh, Best is the founder and owner of Swolverine, amongst other things, but that's how I know her. I know her because um, one of my favorites, Colt Mertens, um, guzzles her stuff, and now I guzzle her stuff, um, <laughs> and, and so that's how... That's how our paths crossed. I'd never met her before, but I was excited to have her on. And Alex was kind enough when we got the um, approval to do the behind the scenes. Uh, she helped out substantially with making sure that the team got there uh, with financial help. Uh, and it was cool because, like I said, I was already kind of on the – not kind of. I was already on the Swolverine bandwagon because I'm easily influenced by my favorite athletes. And uh, so that's that. So you live in Placerville, and you moved to the big city. So for people who don't know California, Placerville is like it, – it's just – it's a really cool little town, but it's on your – for the rest of us in the Bay Area in California on our way to Lake Tahoe to go skiing, we pass through this little town called Placerville. It's like Peeville. Like everyone's like, oh, I stopped to pee there before. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> right. But it's kind of true. You know. Um, why Why Reno? Why Reno? Uh <clears throat> Are you yeah. in the Nevada? You're in Nevada. That's Nevada, right? Reno, Nevada. Okay, you're on the Nevada side. Ne Reno is Nevada. Like why Reno now for the company? Yeah, or or even for you. I'm just curious why you would move to Reno. I mean, I know it was like exploding, but like there's other cool places up there too, right? Like there's Auburn, or you could have come down south and west, and you could have come to the Bay Area, right? 
Reno's yeah. just an interesting choice. I mean, like Apple went there too, right? Apple, a bunch of people went there. I mean, yeah. I mean, Nevada's, so I just came here for school for university. Oh. oh. So it's not like I like. That's easy. My parents from this, this city. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I came here for school. Um, I'm glad I did. It wasn't, uh, you know, sometimes you make the best plans in the world and, and they don't work out. So you got to have 12 backup plans and sometimes you got to call on that 12th plan and that's what Nevada was. And, you know, I mean, thinking back on it, I'm really glad I did it because I would never be in this position. I would have never met my business partner. I would have never, wouldn't be here. So it's, it's kind of like, I don't know. I know it's fine. I'm a skier. Uh, I love mountains. Grew up on the other side, so it's familiar, but yeah, it's kind of culture shock. And for anyone who doesn't know, like, um, Plasterville is tiny. Like I think there are 6,000, 7,000 people there when I grew up. And then I came to a town of 500,000 people and was like, <laughs> how and many I, people went to your high school? How many? Oh yeah. I don't, you know, a lot of people ask me that I should probably find out. I have no idea, but, but, but small, you knew everyone in your high school. Yeah. And like, I was very active in high school. Like I was class president and I was prom queen and I was giving speeches at graduation and doing that kind of thing. So, um, okay. I get it. I was thinking, I was like, God, how ambitious is she to start a <laughs> company like Swolverine? That I, that would make me, that would give me a panic attack even to think to do that. <laughs> and for you, you were class. I don't know. Just too many moving parts. It's too many moving parts. Too many. I don't want to deal with all the moving parts. Like, I don't want to decide like what, what knobs go in my kitchen. Uh, I don't want, you know what I mean? Like if I was buying a house, I would go into a panic attack if I had to remodel the kitchen. I don't want to make those decisions. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, people but you are, like making decisions. I have learned to like to make decisions. Yeah. And sometimes you just like, uh, I like this analogy of, you know, being an entrepreneur, being a business owner is like, you know, jumping off a cliff and building a plane on the way down. Um, and it's a lot like that, you know, and sometimes you smack the ground and the shit sucks. But then there's also the days where, you know, you kind of figure it out and you're flying like a little bird and then we kind of get down safe. So then you run back up the hill and do it again tomorrow. Alex, what was your very first um, uh, business endeavor? Did you do something as a little kid? Did you try to sell shoelaces or bracelets or did you did you have any? I, it was probably fundraising to play basketball. Mm. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't remember selling things. I, I wasn't really like, creative at making things, but I do remember significantly fundraising. I tried to be a Girl Scout. I sucked at it. Um I wasn't very good at selling cookies and I went to girls camp and was like, you guys suck. No. <laughs> <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that. That might be offensive to some Girl Scouts, but no, it was funny. It was funny with it. Um, Delivery is I- everything. I've learned that you can say anything you want. I haven't figured out how to do it yet, but you can say anything you want if you deliver it right. I just haven't figured out how to deliver it, but you can. I'm That's why I just giggle. I'm like, well, I'm laughing. You don't think it's funny. I think it's funny. Oh, awkward. So, anyway. so, so sports. So you were always doing sports. Yeah, I was like that weird kid with the 12 pack, super tomboy. Um, fundraised a lot for school, for um, yeah, school and and just basketball. I think probably would be like my business things if I were to have any, but I don't know. Did you have was, siblings? Yeah, I was the youngest of four. So I was a little shithead running around, you know, getting away with everything, seeing what not to do, learning from everyone else's things that they did wrong. I saw this post. Um, it was my favorite post on your Instagram as I dug through it. And um, you're, you have a hat on backwards and you're in a bikini top 
and I think you're holding a beer and you say in there and I showed it to my I remember showing it to my wife and you said something like I think you said you weighed 187 pounds in the photo and you oh, said yeah. and you were probably just a teenager or you know well let's say you're 21 and you said when life when life was just about choosing which beer to open or something like that I'm completely paraphrasing mm-hmm. and I remember that phase of my life and I, 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 and it's truly one of the best phases of my life, but I was never even comfortable in my skin, like to really enjoy that. And you looked so comfortable. And when I saw you, I'm like, oh, I know that girl. I know that boy. I know that person who is just so freaking comfortable in their skin. And like when I would be around those people, I realized that all the superficial shit on the outside doesn't matter. It's all attitude. Like if someone has a fucking great attitude, you're like, wow. Yeah, it's a it's a trip. I think it's I didn't start paying attention to my body until it was about then. Like I had gained a bunch of weight, I had kidney issues. Like I was like, what the hell? By the way, you look great. My wife's like, there's no way she weighs 187. I was like, she says she does there. I mean, you look fucking you look amazing. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, somebody was like, she's got posts like Danny. I was like, yeah. How I tall are you? Feel bigger. A five eight. Yeah, crazy that you were 187 in that. Your body looked crazy. My hips hurt, man. That was the biggest motivator. That's what caught my attention. So my hips started hurting, and I was like, why do I feel like my hips are going to, like, snap? And then I went clothes shopping, and I was like, holy shit. Like, what What? What do you mean I can't fit in that size by, like, four or five sizes? Like, so, yeah, I didn't, I didn't start paying attention to it then, and it wasn't until I lost the weight that I started having, like, I was like, well, why does this feel this way? Or why does this look that way? And that's when I started kind of picking myself apart a bit more. Um, but a lot of it, like you're saying, I mean, it's, it's kind of how you show up. And I knowing myself is my values for a really long time. And just kind of being the same person through and through has carried me. But, um, you know, I'll post up there. Like, I've got cellulite. I've got stretch marks. I've got things about myself like I don't terribly love. But if I'm not willing to do something about them, like I have this attitude that I'm not really able to complain about them. And then if I'm able to do something about them, then why would I complain? <laughs> uh, Mooney, you guzzle her stuff. Sevon. Oh, yes, that's correct. Thank you for, for the quote that you can quote me on that. That's a direct uh, quote. Here, here's the thing, man, that, so I, I think we're, I think I, we just solved the whole podcast. I think you nailed it. And, and it's the right, reason why I don't, I, I, it's, <laughs> It's the reason why I don't get it. So I didn't have values. I didn't even know. What, it's not that I didn't even, I didn't have values. I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't even know if I, I probably had some values. I just didn't know what they are. But, mm-hmm. but you, when I see that picture and I saw what you wrote, I'm like, that's the kid. That's the cool kid. That's who I wanted to hang out with. That was the kid that didn't give a shit. They just had fun. Everyone liked them. They didn't have to worry about the superficial shit. They just were just, they seemed so comfortable in their skin. And what you're saying is, is because you had values and that's something you know, now that I have kids, I'm starting to think about values more and more and values are something that someone can't take away from you. Right. Like if you're going to be like, Hey, I'm always going to be a nice person. Then it's up to me. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm never, I'm never going to, you know, so you, you were in control of your own life. What do you mean by values too? Could you define that for me? I think values are just like who you will show up as a person, you know, what are constant things? They're not really, you can change values for sure, um, but they're going to be the things that carry you through life, right? And I was fortunate enough to have, you know, my parents, uh, my mom especially, was always like, hey, you're being an asshat. Go back to being like this. Go back to being yourself. Go Stop doing this. Why are you doing that? She challenged me a lot. Um, and uh, 
don't know, values are just, we have this mantra here, it's Wolverine. And it's how you do anything is how you do everything. Right. And it's kind of this idea of like, we can all be different people and do different things, but how you do it is how you're going to do everything else. And so if you're going to be a funny guy, then be a really good funny guy. If you're going to, you know, be a shit bag, then be a shit bag. But, you know, you're going to kind of come back to these fundamental things that your gut's going to guide you to. And, uh, you know, if you're doing the right thing, then you're following that. And if you feel panicked, if you feel anxiety, if you feel like that fear or just like that overwhelm, you're lashing out at people, you're probably not living from a place of like, I actually trust myself to show up authentically as this person, you know? If, and you, like, if you lash out, it, explain that idea to me. If you lash out, you don't trust yourself to show up authentically. Well, it's kind of like, I don't know, you ever get shoved in a corner and you're like, you start to like kind of act ways that maybe you wouldn't or say things you wouldn't or whatever. And if you really think about it, it's like, why? Cause you're threatened. Cause right. you're, you're not confident kind of go back to the confidence thing. You're not confident in how you're showing up or your behavior. You know, your behavior is not matching the way you feel about yourself. You know, mm. I don't know. Uh, no, no, we're on to some, and, and tell me, did your parents use the word values at home? Oh, that's a good question. Maybe. How did you know when you had values? How was that introduced to you? I'm so curious about that. Um, so I grew up, my mom was very Christian and would always kind of go back to like, you know, be a servant's heart, be, you know, you, you lead from the front, you, you're not a follower, you blaze your own path, you do, you know, it's okay if people don't necessarily agree with you as long as you're not harm, harming them or like taking away from them. Right. And it's kind of like piggybacked a lot into the Bible, like, uh, I didn't, I don't come from a very educated family. Um, I was the first person to go to school and get a degree, like, and I think my extended family even. So a lot of it comes back to like those conversations of like, how do you feel about who you are? What's your heart leading you by? And then how do you kind of honor what you've been given and the gifts that you've been given and actually like exercise them in life, you know? It, it, it's interesting. What a great combo, right? Uh, you're saying to uh, have a servant's heart, but also um, uh, lead, lead and don't follow. So if you just have lead and don't follow, you're an asshole. If you just have serve, serve, you're just a chump. You put the yeah. two together and, and you have you have like a complete person. You have someone who's leading from the front to serve others. There you go. And, but one of them by themselves is, is probably not so good. I mean, or, or, or could be trouble. You could find yourself complimenting other things, you know, like, or other people, right? Um, I think that's one of the things that, like, makes this company great. And, like, I don't just do it all on my own. I have a business partner. He's amazing. And we're, like, light and dark, you know? A lot of things that I'm good at and emotional at, he can, like, piggy out and, like, not be emotional and be really logical. And then other things, sometimes that ball rolls the other way. And, um you know, I think that's another reason why, you know, this is the first time like I've hopped on anything really as a person representing the company. I think it's something that happens like naturally as we grow, but like we've never been like, hey, look at me. I'm this because I'm the Wolverine owner. You know, it's like, no, let's let the product speak for themselves. Like educate yourself. Here's the information to do your do the decisions or make the decisions about yourself and what you want to do. You know, it's kind of like leading people to that conclusion to like take hold of themselves and, and say like, is this right for me? Right. And put that position of power and decision, like in their hands, kind of tangenting here. But the point being is like, I think growing up, 
you know, my parents didn't tell me what to do. They gave me a lot of freedom to do what mm-hmm. I wanted. And I fucked up a lot of it um, just like because I thought it was the right thing to do. And I, I didn't know. And I ended up not being what I wanted to do. Right. So like going to Nevada for school wasn't what I wanted to do, but made the most of it. Right. Um, and that was 100 percent my decision. But when you are able to like empower people to make decisions about themselves like their health their school their life and you'd probably know this as being a father i don't have kids so i'm not going to speak to it but you know enabling people to pursue that within themselves is much more transcending and much more value seeking if we use that idea than just saying like hey cool take this do that follow this path because at what point do you enable somebody to like stop thinking for themselves uh, it's interesting. My mom, uh, had a, a ton of trust in me. I mean, I didn't know it as a kid, but in hindsight, and I have a ton of trust in my kids. And because I have, it, and it sounds like your parents trusted you when I hear that you, you used a different word than trust, but they, they basically let you make, they gave you the tools to make your own decisions. Yeah. But if, let, if you like did something against like their values, like as mm-hmm. parents, like you were out. You right. Were right. Like it was hearing that I that my parents were like disappointed in me was mm. the most traumatizing thing. <laughs> it me wasn't too. Like- me too. I hate me too. And I disappointed a lot and it sucked. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Why? What'd you yeah. do? I, um, well, just around grades. I just wasn't good at school. My, my parents put a premium on school. So I disappointed. So I, I disappointed them. And that was really hard, especially if, if I felt like I was trying. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Uh, but but when you trust people, and and I do, you know what's interesting? There's like two or three people in your company who've reached out to me, like just to make point of contact, like, hey, I'm so and so, I work at Wolverine, or hey, I'm so and so, I work at Wolverine. And part of me is like, well, I, I mean, it was kind of surprised by that, that there wasn't a more like kind of controlling nature. Um, yeah. like I don't want the people who work on the podcast reaching out to people necessarily. Like <laughs> I want to, I want to control like the the, the mm-hmm. point of uh, contact with the podcast to be just like with Matt Souza, the executive producer. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I don't even want to be that point of contact. I want it all to just like kind of funnel. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but your company, the, uh, so many, uh, all nice things. Hi, I'm excited. My boss is going on your podcast or, Hey, I saw you drinking Solverine. Congratulations. Welcome to the family or just shit like that. You know what I mean? And I'm like, Oh, this is interesting. She, she, she hasn't um, put her thumb on people maybe the way I would have, you know, or the because I would feel like I'm like losing maybe control. Like, wait a second, wait a second. What are you saying to him? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And so, but I, I did know I do notice that my kids because I trust them, they trust themselves. Yeah, and and it makes them very mature for their age. Well, and hopefully too, it enables them to kind of ask themselves like, what's the right thing to do in this situation? You know, right. like ooh. I don't think boys ever do that. <laughs> No, I don't. Think <laughs> no. Mm-mm. What's the right thing to do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask him that question. What do you think the right thing to do is? <laughs> I'm gonna pee outside today. Yes. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know yeah. they'll do that. By the way, that's a perfect example. I have a, I have a, I have a pretty good sized yard. Mm-hmm. They get out of the car. They could easily go over like a all the way across the yard and pee under a cherry tree, but they'll go try to pee by the the front door. I'm like, dude. It stinks. <laughs> yeah. How, how is that a decision? How, what, what are you doing? They're like, what? <laughs> it's true. My sister has kids and they're like, they're the best humans I've ever met in my life. And it's absolutely amazing how good of a parent she is. And I, it's, it's so funny because she'll like tell me things 
you know, and I'd be like, oh, he peed off the deck again today. Or like, she'll send me a picture of this little boy butt, you know? And I'll be like, oh my God, I don't know. You're doing something right, I think. <laughs> she is. I'm sure okay. she is. Uh, her, her nutrition program is the best. You have a nutrition program too? Yeah. So, oh my gosh, what's up, Kayla? Um, it's so funny. Uh, yeah, so the Swole Kitchen, we added into Swolverine um, a couple of years ago now, two, three years. And so you probably know we take – very food first approach with the supplements. Um, you know, we're using very natural ingredients, ingredients that are familiar to the body, but we'd go out to events and stuff where like people would message us and be like, what do I do to lose fat? Or what do I do for this, that, or the other? And, um, you know, seeing the gap in the knowledge and like not being sure where to start or what to eat or how much to eat or macros or anything like that. Um, found like a pretty big gap with where that conversation would stop right? Like we can put as many blog posts about nutrition and like what to eat before you work out and after workout and things like that on the website. But some people just need a little bit more guidance um, on what to do and how to do it. So we added in the Swole Kitchen, kind of a playoff of Swole Green, obviously. Um, we offer meal plans, macros, one-on-one coaching. Uh, we do, we added in competitive performance or fitness programming a little bit earlier in the year in like March for the first time. Um, we also do online personal training. So very one-on-one approach, teaching people how to eat, teaching them, you know, why do I have this relationship with food? Why do I feel this way? Why does this food make me feel this? Why do I think bananas are bad for me? Why shouldn't I eat fruit? It's just, it's dispelling a lot of that information. And then, you know, using meal plans and macros as a tool to approach food, but really addressing the human and their relationship with their brain and body. Right. So you don't send food out to people? No, we get that a lot. Like, are you a meal prep company? And like, I barely cook for myself. So that would honestly be my nightmare. Like starting a like cooking company. <laughs> right, right, right. You guys team with anyone to do that? Uh, we were partnering with Ice Age Meals before they kind of dissolved a little and bit. And they were in Reno too, right? Yeah. So like we had some mutual athletes like Chelsea Nicholas, Colton, um, and you know a couple other ones here and there throughout the years and nick is amazing and he nick just kind is of- amazing that sucks they dissolved yeah they had well they tangent it into ice age culinary and uh, he want he wanted to go the cooking route so i think he's doing that a little bit more but the meals are not i think you can still buy some of them but i don't know yeah, he's an he's an amazing guy. He he worked with the, uh, CrossFit HQ a lot when I was over there, and he was a, a true gentleman. But in a, in a what a positive force. He's kind of a force of nature too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a whole lot of human in person. Yeah. Like I'm like, <laughs> okay, I can do this. <laughs> Hi, Nick. <laughs> um. Um, the the I want to go back to uh, the origins of uh, Swolverine. Yeah. So, uh, can you tell me the earliest memory you have of the, of the, the origins of the company? Were you already making your own supplements just at home? No, no, Uh that's a no, no. Okay. All right. right. There are people who will do that. We have heard stories of people like making supplements in their bathtub and then. Sure. Sure. That's how, that's how I do it. I I used to grow weed. So. (laughs) Yeah. You've got a mushroom tub. You've got a. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> all the tubs. Yeah, no. So we don't, uh, we've always had the quality standard where 
you know, it needs to be the best from the beginning. So I remember, oh man, just getting the first, the first products, you know, we started with three capsules. I'm trying to dig up a picture here. That's why I'm looking off to the side. Um, we started with a couple of capsule products. Um, what year? 2018, 17, okay. 18. And by capsules, you mean like when I used to make my own um, ecstasy, I would get like the the MDMA and then I would cut it with something and I'd put them in the capsules. Yeah, of course. Would you go crystal or powder? I was an, I was an entrepreneur, powder, powder. I don't know anything. I'm not going there. <laughs> but, but it was like that. It was those kind of capsules, like those little plastic capsules. Yeah. So, but again, I would didn't didn't make them. You know, okay. Okay. Fine. Yeah. No. You can tell me the truth later after the podcast. Yeah, no, we, we didn't. I swear. So I'm pretty clumsy, and like mm-hmm. I would probably just like overdose it, and then people would be like, "This is amazing," and be like the kind of Jack 3D story. <laughs> There's meth in it. No, I'm just kidding. Um. Yeah. It's kind of some of the earlier memories were. We're just like getting those products and then and then we didn't ever like really go out to our friends and be like, hey, buy this, you know, like we started a website. We started writing content. We started making videos like we started. We never. Who's we? Who's we? Uh, Walter and I. So Walter is my business partner. So we started the company together. So if I ever speak in we's, that's my we. Okay. Walter. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And so anyways, it's just we just started simple and we're just like. Once we click live on the website, life is just going to change, right? Like it will never be the same because it's not going to stop. And it never did. And it's been different ever since. And there's been, you know, the challenges of all sorts of things. Like I remember the first time we got our powder product and it, we were like, it's huge. <laughs> it's a giant bottle. What do we do with this? You know, and going out to events and just showing up. And I mean, I remember being at, when we met Chelsea Nicholas in Washington, we were at an event pop up at the gym. We're like, man, she's so fit. Like, you know, and now she's one of our best athletes and friends and just things like that. Um, Starting the company, we never, uh, we never took, we have never to this day taken investment. We don't have any other partners. We didn't, we started with like 800 bucks, if that. I mean, and that was like scrapping the house for each of our houses for some pennies to throw at it. Um, we never took PPE through COVID. Um, we have never. Asked That's our- when you get money from the government. PPE. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was a lot of like the subsidies that helped. Um, yeah. I mean, it kind of went off the deep end there. Tell me yeah. what year you started, Alex. Uh, it was like 2017 ish. 2018. And, and so you had another job at the time. Yeah. So I was finishing up school. Um, and yeah, I was finishing up school. I was managing a dental office and then graduated. And then we started it not too long after that. And I have a more science background, like public health, kinesiology, nutrition. Um, they had merged the public health and kines. So like I'm in there, you know, thinking maybe I want to do like healthcare law, for example, or like. PA school and you're you're in there with like the MD students and like, which is like a whole hodgepodge of weird shit. But, um, and then my business partner is very business oriented, always very fitness and health conscious, but, uh, you know, econ, MBA, that sorts of thing. So together it was like, oh my gosh, we both have this passion. We both have this desire and really realizing that when it came to supplements and working out, like I was taking a shit ton of supplements that, you know, not, not to, 
go names with it, but I mean, that was kind of a big start of like kidney issues and like liver enzymes and like getting sick and like gaining all that weight. And, um, you know, it brought to our attention that a lot of supplements, they don't tell you what it is. They don't tell you why they don't tell you what it's for. It's flashy. It's shiny. It's, you know, at that time it wasn't so much about influencers being like, Hey, take this product. It's great. I don't take it. I actually throw it away and give it to my friends, but do it. Um, and it was just kind of like, well, what about the athlete too? You know, like why, why aren't, why don't products actually help you become a better athlete or improve like markets or performance? Right. And so we're just kind of like asking all these questions while we sit and look at all these supplements and we're like proprietary this, or I can't pronounce that. Or the other ingredients is like this long, right? That's when C4, you had like the fold out. <laughs> it's like the other ingredients are on this. Um, and it was just kind of like, what the fuck? Like what, it, why, why am I putting this in my body? I have a health degree. I am, I'm technically considered like a, you know, health professional now that I'm in this industry and why am I doing this? Um, and that was kind of the big catalyst for it's like, well, who is out there doing it better? And then we started looking and it was like, no, nobody is straightforward. Nobody's telling you what it is. Nobody's telling you what's going on. You know, and I think so, so now the honesty piece, when you say no one's doing it better, the honesty piece, the transparency piece was huge to you. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to put a, you know, apple in my mouth, I'm going to expect that it's an apple, not, you know, an apple with like 800 other things on it. Right. Like if you're making, you know, this as Dylan drugs, if you're going to sell somebody MDMA cut with something, then you should probably sell them MDMA not, you know, cocaine. That, that drug I really just kept for myself, but, but let's use marijuana. That one. I didn't really sell that one. I kept for myself. It was too good to sell. Uh, but but yeah, the marijuana, yeah, for sure. You don't want to sell shitty marijuana, and if you do, people will know. Or you don't want to sell it underweight or, or miss. It's usually weight is the issue in in the weed industry because people it's expensive, right? Bag of leaves is sixty bucks, and people are like, "Hey, it's half a bag of leaves." I went home and weighed it. <laughs> hey, that's another weird thing about the supplement industry, by the way. All of your containers have to be so huge. I didn't understand, but like I understand because I've been paying really close more attention than ever because you guys got the spoon in there. So on one hand, you get it and you're like, this thing's only halfway full, but you'll be really pissed if you can't get the spoon in there to screw the la the, the lid on. Right. No, oh, so all of a sudden I understand, I understand this Wolverine packaging. Like it has, you have to have enough room so that when you sit the scoop in there, you're not warring with it to get the lid on. Right. Yeah. Well, and so you, okay. So you bring up an interesting point. So yeah. Nowadays, now, like with the company and establishing Wolverine and our value systems, right? So like yeah. proprietary blend for you, clinically dose, scientifically proven. Wait, say that again. Say that again. I wanted to be able to say it too. Say it again. Uh, <laughs> okay. Recite with me. Uh, proprietary blend free. Okay. So proprietary blend free, meaning proprietary blend free, meaning you, you know what's in our shit. We're not hiding it from you. Yeah. Yep. We tell you the dosage and we tell you the ingredient. Um, it's not just like a collection of ingredients, like, Hey, it's these five. You don't know how much is in there. Okay. Supplements are expensive, like products that work are expensive. And so a lot of times people will underdose those important ingredients. So if they're sure. later on in the list, right? Like a nutrition label later on in the list, it means it's not very much in there. Okay. Anyway, so proprietary blend free, uh, clinically dosed. So if, uh, 3.2 grams of beta alanine is proven to improve endurance by 40%, we put 3.2 grams or more in a single scoop. Okay. Right. So clinically dosed or sent. And then we go into proven ingredients, scientifically proven. So it's not like we're like, Oh, I'm going to make up this ingredient. Like 
that has no studies behind it, that has no proof behind it, that hasn't ever been in like a clinical setting or pharmaceutical setting, right? Um, and that, that's a product. So what I'm getting at is it's funny nowadays, once we've established those types of values for the company and the products, then we get into, well, your bottle is so big. Why'd your box be like this? It's like, it's always this idea of, or picking stuff apart pretty hard. Um, you know, like the, I don't know. It's just the silly. scoop has, you need enough room at the top. I, I don't want to have to dig the scoop in to get the lid on. Mm -hmm. Well, and if you do, like you can flip it the other way. The the scoop. Pro tip. Yeah. So like this, like the pre-workout or Pro something. Pro tip. I like too that. Long, mm -hmm. too long. Then you turn it the other way. If it's too big, turn <laughs> it the other way. I'm going to try that. Heidi, is that true? Hi. Is that a pro tip? If it's too big, turn it the other way. It seems to be a subject on this um, show. There was someone in here who gave you heart eyes. Let's see, I know. It's been kind of funny. It's nice. There's some people here in the community that like go to some of the gyms we wholesale with, like Treeline, for example. Um, I don't know. Just some fun stuff like that. Somebody was like, uh-oh, she's reading the comments. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm reading the comments. Where Where is uh, – yeah, someone was – um. Someone was, someone was ogling you. I think. I don't know where. Uh. Oh, somebody else brought up uh, the Colton video too. Um, so I'm glad. Go you ahead, guys take over, Alex. Go ahead, take over. Take over. Alex long. is a podcast host also, so she's not yeah. only an entrepreneur. She's a founder of a company. She runs a, uh, a, a, a the Swole Kitchen, but she also has a podcast. So go ahead, take over. Tell me what. Tell me what question do you want me oh. to bring up, Alex? Tell me. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I should have given you login. Do you guys I do StreamYard? Host. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we host on too. It's really fun. This Well Friends podcast is fun. I feel like spoiled because I get to hang out for an hour. It's like this. I get to hang out for an hour with you. It doesn't really seem like work. Um, okay. You know? Tell me, what about the Colton video uh, before I cut you off? Uh, so someone asked a question about the Colton video you were going to answer. Oh. Oh, I think I think people maybe wanted it to be longer, um, mm. which is I totally agree with you. If I could post a 30-minute you know, mini movie. Um, but that does take a ton of resources. It is like our also first big video like that. Whilst a lot of people might say like, oh, it's six minutes long. It's not big. It's a, it's a lot of, you know that. And like, it's a lot of production. Dude, dude, dude. What? Dude, there's people like the uh, Buttery Bros, bro, that make us look so fucking bad. Making that video, the Colton video, takes a shit ton of resources. Mm -hmm. I, I totally get it. Hey, just so you know, for people, the conventional wisdom is this. If someone asks you to make a video uh, that, that, that we're like, that's like five minutes long, the bare minimum someone would charge you for that would be $5,000. Like, so, so for a finished product, the bare minimum for someone's $1,000 a minute. So I think the other like, thing is like people are like, oh, y'all are huge. And I'm like, Where as far as like our team goes and as far as like resources and going back to the idea of like not taking finances and not having like investment, like if I don't make the money to pay for a video, the video doesn't happen. <laughs> like, right, right. You know, like and it's definitely there's a what I really love, too, is that we try to have a really open line of communication with our customers. So it's like on the chat or on the email, like sending us suggestions or being like, hey, what about this? Right. So for a long time, we kept randomly getting people like strawberry protein. And I'm like, strawberry protein, like, really? And then it just happened enough times that we're like, guys, we got to make a strawberry protein. And it's cool because nobody shares those things. And this goes back to negative stuff, too. You know, or somebody saying like, hey, 
I want the Colton video to be 80 minutes long. And I'm like, awesome. Me That's too. the goal now. Right. You too. Me too. I want I want a series, Netflix series. Colton. <laughs> I know. Isn't he such a good human? No, I don't understand how you pick Colton Mertens. There's all these fucking amazing athletes out there, and you have this fucking ding dong that works with pigs, and you've chosen it's as your value, man. It's value. <laughs> it's value. How, how does Colton? How does Colton? It's how look, does they get, I mean, well, look at I, Seriously, I, I want to know. Go back to the very origins of how you, the very first time Colton's name crossed your desk. And did you oh laugh God. when someone's like, you should sponsor him? You're like, are you kidding me? That guy's no. never going to the games. No, I vet athletes like crazy. And I sit there and then I have conversations mm. with them. And I'm like, like, I'm like, hey, let's get on a phone call. Let me know who you are. And sometimes yeah. I get off the phone call and I'm like, says this person's a doucher. We are not going to work with him. <laughs> like, you could have the best Instagram. But if like you're not a good human, like, and you're yeah. a good athlete, yeah. like, I don't. You, there's enough companies that will roll with you. Like, and that's not us, you know? And like, so tell me, why did you, how did you find out about Colton? It doesn't make any sense. The odds of him going to the game are slim to none. He, um, his, his Instagram is endearing. And I think, like, in the sense that, like, Matt Fraser did a series where he rebuilt his barn and it was huge on his Instagram. So, like, mm -hmm. that stuff, when you get to see Colton, like, you know, like with the hose, like spraying down like pig shit off the wall, I think people like that. Or, Danielle Brandon made a post one time where she just climbed onto a couch. She was wearing shorts and an oversized shirt, and she just put up the blinds. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, wow, that's the greatest fucking post ever. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, the, and I think Colton does have that endearing quality to him. Like anything he did does, where everyone's gonna be like, what's he doing? Yeah, I think it's just. But how did you pick him? Like, I don't, I don't get it. I he there's no there's nothing flashy about him. There's no like, what the fuck is the deal? <laughs> No, there's not, there's not. And if you look at kind of when we picked up every athlete, there wasn't too much flashy about them. And I think that's the the biggest thing is that like, um, you know, we watched Abigail the donut donuts, the most beautiful thing that ever came Domit. from the heavens. Domit. Domit. Yeah. <laughs> she looks like uh, 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 planet Earth. I present to you uh, the most beautiful human that ever walked on planet Earth. And, and also to balance that out, we're giving you Colton Mertens, She's the guy who raises wiener dogs. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, it's a totally like what what's the what's the plan here with Colton? What's the plan here? Tell me about Colton. The plan is just to help people be okay. So if we go so this whole thing Although Colton did look off. sorry, one more thing. Colton did look really good with his shirt off at the games. I was really that you don't get to see him with his shirt off very often. He looks he did look as long as he doesn't stand next to anyone who's like five ten, he looked like a chippendale. Yeah. Like a chippendale. Yeah. Guy a bow tie. Yeah. Um yeah. So athletes for us, like if, you should just title this podcast value systems. So, okay. so <laughs> helping people pursue their ultimate potential looks different for everybody, but everybody has a potential to pursue. Right. And every day to whatever they apply themselves in, whether it's athletics and I'm getting all mushy and I know just stick with me. So it's oh. like, whether it's athletics or personal or being a parent or fighting disease or fighting cancer or whatever they're going to go through, they have that ultimate person, like, pursuit of their potential right so that's why we exist is to say like cool whatever your endeavor is we will help give you that edge because we can so um we always we've watched the leaderboard CrossFit clung to us in the beginning like as a community for our products and I think it kind of goes back to the idea of like the paleo aspect like the really simple single ingredients so we watch the leaderboard and look at athletes and it's not like it's not, you know, who has the biggest following? Who's going to make me the most money? Like the athletes for us are a fun piece of the company, 
that helps us express in a very humanistic way those value systems. So we reached out to Colton, we reached out to Abby, we reached out to Chelsea, everyone we've talked to says that, you know, cool, we, we're reaching out, we want to just talk to you, get to know you as a human. And the first thing I say on the phone call is like, what's up? I'm Alex, I'm going to talk to you today. I want to know who you are both in the gym and out of it. You know, who, who are you, right? And that's just what happens. And I mean, a lot of people will say we chose him because of his mullet, but the mullet's not there anymore. And so mm. he's still here. Mm. The athletes allow us to express our values. Well, so yeah, it's I mean, not how many Instagram followers they have. It's if you want someone, you want someone who works hard, if that's one of your values, someone who helps old ladies across the street, that's one of your values. You would, you would pick the athlete based on that. Well, integrity base, transparent, okay. right? Okay. Like gives people something to say, like, I can relate to this person. Like I can be. He's a dog breeder. Those are usually friend, frowned upon. That's, I mean, uh, council culture might come after him. Are you concerned about his dog breeding? Um, I'm concerned about, you know, nothing in the contract, unfortunately, <laughs> covers that. So Says you can't breed dogs. Let me tell you, you know, what's interesting about Colton going to his values in all seriousness he seems like the kind of guy that would breed dogs and then be unable to sell them. Like he falls in love with his own dogs. Like, like he's like I, a drug dealer. Don't get high on your own supply. Like that dude's going to end up with 30 dogs. It's just, um, just going to be the farm next to the farm. <laughs> yeah, be, yeah. You know, he'll be on a horse, like herding, you know, like the commercial with the cat herding. Was that? No, no, no cat herding. Oh, I don't have anyone to help me. There's a cat herding commercial. What's the product? Oh my gosh. It's like a Chevy truck or something. It was like a Super Bowl commercial where they're out herding cats, like with the the cattle ropers. <laughs> no, all right. Sorry, I'll look it up though after. I promise. Uh, Kenneth the Lap, the Swolverine Colton video was great, but <laughs> isn't it supposed to be though? <laughs> hey, did uh, just steal your joke? <laughs> yes, but I like it. Um, you're going to be a great uh, co-host for the show. Um, when I had a friend tell me this one time, uh, Travis Bajan, he said to me, there's only two kinds of vacations, too long and too short. If your vacation's too short, you'll want to go back. If it's too long, you'll want, you won't want to go back and it'll ruin the vacation. There's no perfect vacation. And I was like, wow. He's like, so always make it a little too short. And, and, and that's the same with that a video. There, there wasn't going to be a perfect length. I'm thinking what you're putting on. I got you. You, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, good. That's what it was supposed to be. You want more? Great. You were supposed to want more. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's kind of like that when I drink um uh, uh the Swolverine. I'm always like, oh, can, can I have another one? Like, <laughs> what, what, what happened if I if I doubled? What if I just pour myself another um pint? You know what I do? People mm-hmm. make fun of me. I just take a scoop of the pre workout, and then I take a scoop of the hydration, and then don't tell anyone this, but it's the secret to how buff I am. I take a scoop of the Cretan, <laughs> and then I and then I circle them. I just put them in a, cu- a pint of water. I saw that. Yeah, pool and I just and I just, cir- I just circle it, and that's kind of the litmus test because there's a lot of supplements you can't circle like that. They won't dissolve. It'll be all pasty and shit. This thing all dissolves in there, and then I pretty much just drink it like, like it's candy. Yeah, it's yeah. How do you do it? You don't like that technique, huh? You're you're like, hey, dude, get a shaker cup. No, no, my, I was I was laughing because Mike commented on your video and was like, "Get this man a shaker." <laughs> oh yeah, like, there's a point. 
Uh, no, it's true. I'm just trying to think. I think it's I think it's awesome. So that's like another thing I think people complain about is like, uh, you know, like greens taste like good greens. And they're like, well, they, of course, it's grass. <laughs> I don't know. You, uh, the mixture I make with the hydration. Another thing I do also, by the way, is the hydration. I don't know if anyone else does this with the Wolverine, but on days that I'm fasting, I take a little bit of the hydration and I put it in a cup of hot water. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, really? And, yeah, and I just sip it all day, like just okay. a tiny, like just a tiny. It's just like flavored water, and it's just a hydration, and and it makes me feel like if, if I'm feeling like down or dragging, mm -hmm. I don't know if there's electrolytes in it or I don't know what it is, but then I feel a little like, okay, my I'm like firing again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so um, it's kind of funny you bring that up. So somebody was like, they were like, stop doing the fake lip, lip pucker thing. And I'm like, honestly, okay. Hey, I do. Have Ooh, are they talking to me or to you? <laughs> oh, my wife does that when she looks in the mirror. I look at her and she's looking at me. She's like, I'm like, babe, what are you doing? She's like, that's my mirror face. I'm like, what? I've never seen you do that any other time except when you look in the mirror. She's like, I know. I just told you it's my mirror face. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? She goes, like, like she's going to, like she's going to kiss herself. She goes, <laughs> Yeah. I still honestly I do it because my lips are big and so like wrapping them around my big old teeth. But truthfully, I'm dehydrated. So it's oh. not like I do it on purpose. Like I'm literally trying to get my lips to just like off stick my teeth. <laughs> do you do you lose. feel do you you feel your lips? You feel your lips? It's gonna like right now, like I'm like, oh fuck, like I need some water and I don't have any water. You can get up and get some. Don't read the comments if they're if they're being if they're, if they're, if they're they, these guys just like to fuck with you. This is like no, look at this like guy's a, there's a guy in here with the name Dildo. What's up, Dildo? Oh, uh, Walter White. Wow. Oh, you're not gonna like this. Walter White actually died uh, secretly doing chemistry for Swolverine products at the end of the show. Do you know who Walter White is? From uh, Breaking I don't Bad know. from the show Breaking Bad. I mean, I know I know of the show. I don't watch TV though, and I'm kind of like a movie snob, so. Breaking Bad's good. You were like, what do you mean? You just you just referenced the cat commercial on the Super Bowl. I know. It's because I like cats. So people send me cat things. Like, I think my dad sent me that. Um, do you have Do you have kids? No. No. Um, I, I wonder if your love for, if, if you have kids, if your love for cats would wane. Probably. I mean, my love for my cat kind of wanes every other day. But, you know, it's a nice challenge on how to, you know. Yeah, I just vacuum 12 times a day, but uh Kenneth Delap wants to comment on your on your um uh, that was the beta alanine dose. Yeah. I have no I idea. I think someone said that about. like you also need to take creatine, but I think you just said you take creatine. I I I that's the mix I make. I do the pre-workout, I do the creatine and I do the hydration. And here's something else I do that's even don't tell anyone this either, but sometimes I'll do it before and after the workout. Okay. Or sometimes I'll just have it for breakfast. Do you just make like creatine pancakes? No, I just I just drink that and then take off with my kids. I'm on my feet all day. There's only two hours a day I'm sitting. It's when I'm doing the podcast. Other than that, I'm on my feet all day herding cats. Yeah. Logan Mars, Colton's Wad Zombie card is on eBay for $110. Is that true? I don't know. I don't even know what that is. Should I know what that is? I should probably know what that is. Colton Merton's Wad Zombie card? There's this oh. guy, Wad Zombie, who makes cards. Nick. Yes. Hey, um, what about doing what about doing um uh, uh cross promotion like that? Can I tell you this idea I had? Do not share this with anyone, okay? 
Well, everybody just go ahead and just stop listening for a second. When, when Dave, so Dave Castro is making olive oil, mm-hmm. right? I, I just had, I just had a, I just had a brilliant idea, by the way. So one of the things I said to him, I was like, Hey Dave, why don't you put empty shell casings one in, in when you send the olive oil as like a brand statement? He's like, Oh, that's a good idea. Cause, cause he's way into guns. Right. Mm-hmm. So just put an empty shell casing in. So buy olive oil and someone will open the box and they'll just do their olive oil. It's made, you know, down the street from his ranch and um and then a shell casing what if you did something like that like um people uh they they got a colton merton like you did a, some sort of cross promotion with uh cards like that like with the people who make the colton merton's cards but i just even thought right. of this why not why not ride the dave castro train and make something with his olive oil reach out to him yeah and, and don't and, and just fucking milk those seven hundred fifty thousand instagram followers he has he has who are obsessed with him so, like, going back to our capsule idea, we can make a weeder yeah. capsule. Oh, yes. And then you could break really? It. Can you really do that? They, Give like me the Colton Merton's wiener dog capsule? Wiener dog capsule. Hey, what about gummies? What about wiener dog gummies? Wiener dog gummies? That's fair. That's probably actually, that would be a lot more legitimate than a capsule for sure. Dude, okay, so you have all the ideas already. Fuck my ideas. All right, I like, oh, no, hey. I like your ideas. Wiener dog gummy is is for the Colt. What would it be like? Some sort of like just like the creatine uh, creatine gummy, but the Colt Merton's creatine gummy. I have no idea. That's a new thing. That's a new thing. So gummies are just not as effective. Like gummies are cool. Like gummy, I go into the back and eat the gummies when I forgot to eat. <laughs> um. Uh. Sometimes when I'm, I don't tell anyone this either. Sometimes when I'm just need a, a, a sugar snack, uh-huh. I'll go and just pour a handful of like vitamin C gummies in my hand and get like ten thousand milligrams and just eat them. Like, oh, I just ate a handful of candy. <laughs> I, I need to know if this is true. The Colton Mertens. I think I just pulled it up. I don't know. Hey, uh, wow. do you have the protein? Do you? I don't. No, oh, I made a uh, rice crispy recipe mm-hmm. the other day with uh, the protein. It's just like it's the same way you make regular rice krispies. You just dump some scoops of protein in it. Good. I think the kids would like that. Yeah. Uh, pool boy, Sevon, you should take beta alanine. That shit will make your balls and lips itch at the same time. Shut up, Mike. <laughs> do you know him? I do know Mike. He's down. He's not very far from here. Because he's compete. Are you going to be at NorCal Classic? I, uh, is that a competition? Yeah, it's here in a few weeks in Sacramento. It's actually in Folsom, but we're not telling us. But besides the point, um, we'll be there. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. This is real. Pull it up? Yeah. Uh, I don't know Logan how to use ju- that very well. Logan just sent me a text. Uh, Colton Mertens. Swolverine CrossFit Limited release trading card. You like that? How I squeeze that in there? This is one of Swolverine's premier athletes. This is his 2022 card. Uh, oh, look, I can hold over it to I can hold the arrow over to zoom. Wow. There he is. With his old haircut is 2022. $110.50. Wow. I don't know how like, yeah. That's neat. My buddy, my buddy Travis, um, uh, tried to told me I should buy his son's playing card, and I didn't buy it. And now a year later, his son's playing card is worth eight hundred bucks. I've really fucked up. <laughs> I should have listened. Jeez. 
Jeez. Oh, look, Matt. Matt. Oh, Matt, you just popped in and put the California peptides QR code up there. All right. Matt, good morning. <laughs> he vanished. He just he just popped on for a second and left. <laughs> He's, He's like, trying to pay the bills. <laughs> I pushed too many buttons at once. <laughs> He's just trying to pay the bills. Oh, sell his hair too. Colton's like a little snippet of Colton's hair and then just throw it in like within in, in random orders and people will be like and you can have a little note in there. If you see hair in your product, don't worry, it's Colton's. <laughs> It'll be like the Swole Brain exclusive. Yes. You add to your shake today. Abby's Col hair. Colton's <laughs> hair for 19 Hey, can you do that? Can you make your own? Um, uh, uh, could you do a – do you guys have something like that where you can make your own supplements? No. Well, I mean, yeah. Like you can – we have a line of like the single ingredient unflavored products that you can like mix, mix and match. So like how Mike was saying the beta alanine or the creatine monohydrate or the creoplane or the citrulline malate, you can kind of like mix them based on your own dosage. Where do you do that? You do that on the site? I mean like you buy the individual bottles and make them. Oh, okay. Okay. I so can't I like just, there's not a menu where I can just like click add. Mm -hmm. Okay. No. Um, but that's like, that's pretty much how we started was it was like mix and match your product, single ingredient. Like we didn't have the pre, the intra, the post, these kind of like combined products until, you know, maybe a year and a half, two years ago. And that's when we, you know, started reaching that different type of consumer, the, you know, maybe someone who's newer to supplements, who's like, I just want to take a pre-workout or I want to, I don't know what to take. I just want a hydration, you know? Um, but for a lot of people like at that higher level, whether you're in bodybuilding or endurance or CrossFit or things like that need more of a product or need a higher dosage or need more in that bottle because they're training twice a day or they're at competitions and things like that. Um, so that's kind of where my mind went when you were talking about mixing your products, because it's like, I, so I don't, I'll do the, a scoop of the intra, I'll do a scoop and a half of beta alanine. So it's like eight grams of beta alanine. I'll take two scoops of the citrine. And Your balls itch, like pool boy said. Dude, my balls are so big. <laughs> do they? Do they get really itchy? They're so itchy. All right. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. Oh, it's perfect. I don't know. I need to know if they're gonna itch or not. Yeah. <laughs> and the tingle does go away. Like a lot of people are like, oh, there's something wrong with this product. It makes me itchy. And it's like, okay, just bring the dose down. Remembering the idea that like we don't sprinkle our doses, bring the dose down and get used to it. It will go away. And if you're getting itchy, it's a really good indication that you don't have that like readily available for your muscles to call on while you're training. So uh, there's a whole article on the website about why does beta alanine make me itchy? It will go away. You can do more. You know, like it, it um, you know, a better example I think of it making me you itchy is I've had it make me flush. Mm -hmm. So well, like almost like I feels like I have a sunburn is, is for me. That's the feeling it doesn't make me itch, but for like five or ten minutes. And for me, that's always like, OK, you, you better like if you're not working out, if you're still fucking around on Instagram or in the yard, like watering plants, you better get in the gym. That shit's hitting. Well, yeah, out. I mean, it's it's not it's you. it's a performance product. <laughs> it's not like a. Like sit there and see what happens, you know, and it's, it's similar. Like ecstasy. Uh, it's not like, just, it's not ecstasy. Where you <laughs> just sit there and wait and see what happens. It's not marijuana. It's a performance product. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it's like, go work out, you know, like go use it. Like Viagra. Viagra is a performance product. Like, yo, you like, 
It's not like you're just going to take it. Don't don't just sit around. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. And it's, uh, you know, if it's too overwhelming, then bring that down, do like half a scoop or like even a little bit less and work up to it. But um, yeah, I mean, it's also good for, so not only are you going to like buffer the buildup of hydrogen and lactic acid, right? So like that pump, keep things moving through the muscle. Um, but you're also, you know, kind of going to the idea of flushing heavy metal toxins and like moving things through the bloodstream and delivering more oxygen so that, you know, and that's why maybe you might feel instead of the tingle, it's a little bit more of like that rush, right? Cause your body needs blood flow and oxygen. And there's a lot of things that happen in the bloodstream. So taking the product, you want to use it. What, what do you mean? What did you say? It moves, um, uh, toxins through your body. So like heavy metal, Flushing can be, you know, like if you're increasing blood flow and the rate yeah. of blood transit and like, right. Our body has this natural waste system. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, through and just like excrete things. And so, I mean, exercise, right. Like sweating out toxins, the same kind of concept, right. Um, our bodies are amazing things. And it's, it's kind of that idea too, where like dispelling ideas like, Oh, I've got to do a juice cleanse. Like, no, your system is amazing at cleansing things. You know, maybe stop putting so much shit in it and it would do yeah. a better job. But there's this thing that um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to fuck it up. Someone will bring it, say it right in the, con- in the cons. But there's this thing that um, Scientologists do where I think they like they take a shitload of niacin. Are you a Scientologist? No. Oh, I don't want to preach to you about it. If you are one, you know, um, <laughs> uh, they take a lot of niacin and then they um, go into a sauna. Mm-hmm. And it makes them it, it makes your skin just get like feel like it's on fire and when i heard about that this is probably like 15 years ago i tried it and it was crazy and i was wondering if that's the same thing but it's supposed to be some like just crazy way to detox yourself they're super scientologists are super anti-drug like 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 no drugs at all you know what i mean like no pharmaceuticals no and so i think one of the first things you do and maybe i'm speaking completely out of turn but what they do is is they give you some huge dose of niacin and they put you through this regular treatment of sitting in a sauna and it's supposed to flush your body out of just all that kind of shit because i because i do i i'm not sure exactly how this works but if you do i'm not even gonna say it but anyway I, but i enjoyed the process whatever that process was i remember 10 or 15 years ago, someone told me what the protocol was for the Scientologist, and I did it, and I really enjoyed it. It's basically just sitting in a sauna and taking niacin until your skin feels like it's going to melt away, and I enjoyed it. Should I be boofing the beta alanine? I think boofing means sticking it in your butt. I um, oh. Let me see boofing. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. I apologize. Someone, Whenever I have... Whenever I have someone new on, someone will always ask, has she ever listened to the podcast before? I'm like, I don't know. They're like, don't you think you should warn people? I'm like, no, I, it's normal. Uh, inserting. Go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going <laughs> to inserting uh, nothing. I'm just gonna inserting wait. drugs or having someone insert insert drugs so you can do it or someone else can do it into your body through your anus. A better experience is allowing someone to blow the substance inside of you with a straw. Oh. (laughs) Have you ever boofed beta alanine? (laughs) Yeah. As a health health professional, um, do you have any, do you think that you probably shouldn't do that unless you check with your doctor? Yeah, I'm not going to advise on that one. I mean, maybe we'll write an article about it. Let's see. Ask We'll have Raw on, Raw of Earth, and you, we can ask um, him. Oh, I like that emoji, Scientology. Look at the. 
don't judge. Just take what you want from. Just don't judge. Just take. Um, everyone can take um, uh, Swolverine, right? Scientologists, Christians, atheists, heathens, the whole. Yeah, yeah. Everyone can take Swolverine, and it's 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 fine. It's uh, you know, anytime anyone has questions or is wondering what's going on or what to do or why certain things are certain ways, and it doesn't matter if it's like nutrition, training, supplements, you know, all kinds of stuff. Like we're here as a resource for anyone. You know, the blog has over, we have written, I want to say it's over like 900 pieces of original content. Like wow, from a not, from a very like objective scientific standpoint, just giving people pros and cons, what's, what's working, what's not working, what's hype, what's not hype, like all that kind of stuff about all kinds of things. So those are all on the blog. Well, she has not, that's a nice body. <laughs> Who is that? Uh, I think that's a stock photo. Oh, you have so many. Her forearms are could use some work. Then I'll just say that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, her forearms are a little pin. Yeah, you have nice forearms. Yeah, those are nice. <laughs> she that, that she needs to lift up more. Maybe she probably uses straps. Let's face it, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the kind. You know what I mean? Do like you the, use straps? No, I don't use straps. Do you even <laughs> lift? Oh, <laughs> oh sorry. Look, I'm on the Swolverine. Look at me. I'm on the Swolverine, bro. That's yeah, like people are like I'm on the edibles. I'm on. Hey, I, I will. I will. I will say this uh, about. So when I went to the game, I, so I do take a lot of that stuff. And when I went to the games, uh, after not taking it a week, I, I'm assuming it's just I stopped taking creatine for like seven days, mm-hmm. and like all my clothes fit me differently. And actually, they I kind of enjoyed them. They fit better. Like I just like I didn't lose. I probably went from like one seventy to probably like one sixty four. But it, but I just like in in same thing. I'm here. I'm on vacation. Not on a vacation, but I'm in Newport Beach for ten days. You're just living in someone's kitchen for ten days. Yeah, and I right, and I didn't bring any of my stuff with me just so I could take a break from it. Mm-hmm. And I already feel like my body like getting smaller, and I like it. Like I like being small. Uh, so a couple things on that. So like one, your activity could increase. Right. Two, you could also not eat very much. Right. So- but but you don't think that you don't think the Swolverine taking all that creatine just makes me like more puffy. I feel like just like more not in a bad way puffy, but I just feel like I'm just bigger. Like so, my, especially like my tits, my ass, my waist. Yeah, dude. It's like injections, right? No, I'm just kidding. I guess. I've never done those, but don't call me on that. Okay. Uh, no, no. But yeah, so create so we do offer two different types of creatine. Um we have creoclin and we have creatine monohydrate. I have the creoclin. I have the creoclin. The creoclin. Yeah. So creoclin is a pH corrected form of creatine phosphate. Um, It's uh, mixed with an alkaline powder. It helps with absorption, um, reducing bloating, cramping, water retention. So some people, especially in women, since we have a little bit more water uh, carrying that. (laughs) uh, Sorry, everyone's been teasing about the way you say creatine. 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 But why do you say it like that? Because it's it's cooler. It's it's because because uh, hold on, let me check my notes. I'll tell you why I fucking say it like that. Because um, I'm not a follower, and I lead from the front, and I serve others, motherfuckers. <laughs> Boom. Page, page one notes and page three, page four. Oh, yeah. I don't have very many notes. Look, I have I have a notebook. I haven't too. said anything cool. That's why. Uh, but that's why I say critin critin. Okay. 
so um so so that yeah and don't get me wrong i don't feel i don't feel blo- i don't never feel bloated i don't um i don't i can take as much as i've never felt anything weird or any stomach issues or any shitting issues i take as much of the wolverine as i want but um i just it, i definitely feel when i get off it I, I like being little i feel more like if i if, if i could get down to like 135 i'd be so happy like emaciated so that's I, I have a, I have a pistachio problem go ahead pistachio i problem. eat too many pistachios just Do you like, buy them like shelled or unshelled now they have them everywhere unshelled mm-hmm. and i can just Oil. like yesterday i ate like yesterday literally right before i went to bed i ate that much you see that like literally <laughs> more please yes more, more like <laughs> like dude enough to fill this cup the hour before i went to bed i ate that much it was, okay. it's fucking crazy i'm crazy okay. they're yummy do you get like yeah. the flavored ones do I get the what? No, no, no. Because those have like sunflower oil on them and shit. My wife doesn't let me eat that stuff. Gotcha. I can't do any like vegetable oils. So no, oh. no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Scientologists so- don't do vegetable oils. Scientologists. I don't know if that's true. I don't know. I don't think they care. <laughs> wait, wait. One thing. Uh, Swolverine crealkaline. Alkaline. Crealkaline, which is a kind of written, is an all-American pharma. I don't like that word farm. I'm triggered. The original manufacturers, American made. Well, that's cool. I like America. Yeah. So we have a couple patent products. So the Crealcon is patent product. Um, beta alanine should come from Carnison manufacturer. It's a patent product. If you're getting generic beta alanine, I don't know. You're, you know what I mean? Like, Really? Beta alanine is a patented product? Yeah. Um, so Carnison is actually like the company who... Does a lot of the studies on it. I believe it's there's over 50 plus studies. Um, it is the carnison beta alanine is like the only beta alanine that has been tested out like that, um, especially being like as a manufacturer. So it's a pretty neat, pretty neat product. You can also go like read like the NDIs um, and then the grass stash, uh, status on the website. Through Carnison. The Dipatide Carnosine, I don't know what that word is, is a physiological important molecule in the human body commonly found in skeletal muscle and brain tissue. Beta alanine is a limiting precursor of carnosine and is among the most used sports supplements for improving athletic performance. You're telling me someone someone actually has the patent on making that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have over 55 different clinical studies published in peer-reviewed journals. That support the athletic performance benefits of Carnison. But they actually own it. So when 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 Matt Fraser said that that gave him a third lung, that shit sold out like he held that the stock in that company's probably skyrocketed. I mean, if they're using Carnison. I think that's kind of an interesting thing too, like about you know, the the idea of like social media and spokespeople for things and the way that they share things and and why, you know, like as a consumer, it's always really important. And I, this will be like kind of my Bible banging thing is like, really ask yourself, why, why am I, why are they talking about this? Why am I being sold this? Do they use it? What does it do? And do it all before. And especially with supplements, like do it all before you put it in your mouth. It's one thing to buy it. It's one thing to be like, Oh, I love so-and-so I'm going to buy it. It's amazing. I take it cause it's pretty. I love so-and-so, but I'm not sure if I want to put it in my mouth. Well, <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just following yeah. along. 
Yeah. And it's just like, ask yourself, like, why, why am I taking this? And what is the intended effect? And as I continue to take this, so similar to what you're doing with your supplements, like as I continue to take this, why, what am I expecting of this product? How do I know it's working? You know, it's the same thing with food, because when we start to look at that, we're starting to be like more in control of the results and outcomes from our effort. I like this. is This is really stupid what I'm about to say, but it's the truth. I like ritual. Uh, the company or like your habits or what no, I like I like waking up in the morning. Oh, OK. Make my cup of Wolverine. Are you gonna shit on my real quick? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not shitting on it. I like the ritual. I like I, I I like the ritual of putting in my scoops, stirring it, drinking it, getting in my car, going to the skate park for two or three hours with my kids, or going to play tennis with them for two or three hours, come home, eat something, maybe drink another cup of some swolvering stuff, and then go work out. I like my ritual. I like my ritual more than I care what's in it. I know that's just fucking crazy. But, but I want, like, I want to trust my company to like them, them put the right shit in there. I know it's so stupid for me to say that, especially since I question so much shit that's going on. But like, I just love ritual. Like, even if you were to be like, Hey, this actually doesn't do anything for you. It just tastes good. It's just, we just squeezed a lemon into the box. I'd be like, okay, cool. I still like my ritual. <laughs> but having a company you can trust is important, right? right? So if you can have a company, then you can have that freedom. But then there's kind of the idea that we talk about a lot in coaching is like, rituals or habits or behaviors or eating times, right. Or similar behaviors that you practice every day, your body loves ritual, like physiologically loves habits, loves knowing when it's going to be fed and what it's going to feel like. Yeah. Right? yeah. And that's where it's like the simplicity aspect of it. Like a lot of people are like, Oh, I can't take the same thing. Oh, well, it doesn't have any flavor. I got sick of that flavor, but you know, who doesn't give a shit about flavor necessarily is the person who knows it works. And if it works, then it enables you to do the things in life you want to do and do them better. You're going to be in a better mood. You're going to enjoy them more. You're going to be more present with your kids. You're going to have better sex. You're going to look better, get better workouts, be like more in tune at work. And all those things are so much more important than I think a lot of people put a lot of the pressure on like such small little things that don't matter. Right. Question um, before you put it in your mouth. I'm still stuck on that. I'm take writing that down. Uh, this is a great question. This this gets the podcast way more on track. I like this. Uh, Trish, thank you, Trish. I appreciate this. Alex, would you date a man? Let's do this. And would you date a man who has cats? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I think if a okay. person like nice to animals, they could have whatever kind of animal. They could have a fox. Okay. Have, okay. You know, that says a lot about a person. So you're not judge judge a man if by the kind of uh, if if he has a cat. So yeah, it's fine. No. It's, not, it's not it's not a red flag. Okay, even though you have a cat, it's kind of a red flag for a dude, right? Now I'm gonna tell you something. I did judge you when you said you had a cat. Just yeah. I mean, not a lot, just a tiny bit. I'm like, okay, how many? I'm thinking, how many cats does she let them eat on the kitchen? Does she let them eat on the kitchen counter? Does she have a litter box in the bathroom? Like I start like, I start like, like. But I didn't ask the questions because I don't want to judge you. But here we go anyway. I mean, you can judge for sure. So, right. yeah. Uh, Do you yeah. have a litter box in the bathroom? Nope. It's in the laundry room. Oh, God. I hate a litter box. Why? Why do you have to have a litter box? Can't you just go outside? So I uh, I adopted from a friend. a. Seven- oh, look at you throwing the adopted thing out there for points. All right. Adopted. Well, I did. So a seven-year-old uh, Bengal cat. So he- Greg Glassman has a Bengal. Greg Glassman has a Bengal. He, yeah, I don't know about that, but, um, they're neat. They're kind of like dogs. You have to run them. You have to like, they don't go outside though. 
if you have more of like a purebred one. Um, but he was Greg like, had two. They go, they both went outside, but one of them got eaten by a mountain lion. Yeah, like I don't live in a very cool area. So like he'd walk outside and I mean he falls like off the couch. Like he's gonna walk outside and get smacked by a car real fast. So oh. we don't do that. Um but yeah, I mean it's a little different. Like I never grew up having pets in the house. So I'm not a super big like indoor pet person. Um I know a lot of people are like people who like let their dogs just like so this is where I start getting judgy is like let their dogs do everything, you know, like slubber sleep in the bed or get i don't know i don't know <laughs> it's just not i mean you could have a horse in the house and i still would probably judge you for that like it doesn't I really matter. i mean so i vacuum probably like five times a day you know just for like but i did find a litter i'm gonna rant for a second that's wood chips it's almost like mm. pellets mm. it's not like litter so it doesn't like get everywhere and then all right fair, fair enough but that's uh, like david weed is she single <laughs> yeah yeah i, I mean, make she, them for two and i eat both of them you, you eat both of what both my dinners oh wow <laughs> wow oh wow okay um oh <laughs> uh, um do you not have time for a mate do i not have time no i just i don't think it's a matter of time like if i'm gonna spend my time with somebody it's gonna be like a really cool person but um it's just kind of more so like this idea of who i want to be around and who i want to spend my time around is really important to me mm. like if i spend time with you like it's for a good reason it's i don't just like willy-nilly have a ton of friends to just fuck off with i fucked off a lot in college like i gave myself that time to do that so and yeah and the businesses do take a ton of time i mean in two businesses a podcast like trying to be a good human, feed myself, remember to feed myself, you know? So not opposed to it. Just not like, I don't know. Seeking. You're not, you don't spend an hour on, um, on, on whatever the dating app is every day. No. Swiping around up and down and all around. No, I think it's also really important too to like align myself with people who support, um, the values is I'm gosh, I'm gonna sound like a broken record, but like, no, I love the values who align with that and who kind of live their life similarly. And I have just found that like, that's not a ton of people and that's okay. Um, so I, um, once again, to quote a buddy, Travis of mine recently said, Hey, he's done hanging around normal people. Like the normal people he knows already, they can be grandfathered in, but he's not hanging out with any normal people anymore. Like if you're not just a, just a complete fucking special human being, you're on the you, you don't the, the door closed for for normal humans well and i like kind of lit you know i just had a podcast with um uh a guest and we were talking is is uh matt vincent and we were talking or like trevor bachmeyer or there's just like a lot of people who come on the podcast and like we kind of have this similar idea of like life's fucking short you know what i mean like time you don't get a lot of time and so it's like if you are not around people who are like supporting you not supporting you but just like challenging you in a good way similar mindset provoking questions provoking thoughts like like this podcast right i don't i've been invited to other podcasts but i like to do this one because i know like you didn't give me any prep you just were like cool show up in 10 minutes you didn't give me any questions you didn't give me any topics and it's been a blast and it's been a blast because it's like thought provoking and questioning and like challenging right like that's a good use of my time but 
doing things that are like mind numbing or distracting me from like this pursuit of, you know, where the business is or where I'm going in life is not worth my time. And I'd rather sit by myself than in the company of others mm. that don't, you know what I mean? Oh, I, I do I ever? Yes. I'm not better than anybody. I'm not like something special. I just have standards for my time and the way I interact with people. And if our standards don't align, then that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that, but I probably I, won't go out of my way to go there. I unfortunately, well, I don't know if it's unfortunate. Unfortunately, I am better than other people. I, I, <laughs> I, I just am. I get to the. I get to the. I get to the airport early so that I can be nice. I purposely get to the airport early so I'll be calm, and I can be nice to people. I purposely, when I walk, take my dog out. I carry extra poop bags so that I could pick up other poop. When uh, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just. There's no words that. There's almost nothing that offends me. Imagine like there's this group of people. There's some people out there who have been posting on the internet that I say some words that offend them. Imagine being such in my mind. I'm so much better than other people because like, I, like you can't, you're not going to say anything. There's no, I'm not like putting pressure on you for some words you can't say. So I'm not putting pressure on other people for, you can be yourself around me. I, you can make fun of big noses all you want. I'm game. So I'm going to do you. it. So let's do so it. And so really you're out was the world better with me where I'm not getting offended and I'm enjoying your presence and believing in you. In your in your mastery of the English language, and I'm going to support you, or that I'm going to get offended by you, and because you said some word, now I'm going to start a petition that you can't sit at, on the beach at Newport Beach. There's people who, because there's some word that they think that I said that's bad, that don't want me to sit on the beach at Newport Beach. I mean, I mean I'm making this up, but okay. but but I mean, but it's close. But the spirit of what I'm saying is true. It's and that's why I'm better than other people. If there were more of me, like people with my values and my acceptance of other people. Holy fuck. Well, and it's Holy kind of fuck. like, so I'll challenge you in the sense of like saying Please, like, yeah. it have you, are you really better than somebody or are you, have you just met yourself more than maybe somebody else has? Right. I, I'm better in terms of the metric of, um, it, I know this is abstract, abstract and, 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 you know, my, my dear friend Greg would hate me for this because it's not empirically, empirically measured, but like I'm happier if what makes me a better person is I'm happier, more generous, more supportive, more giving, more accepting person in humanity, then yeah, I'm significantly like almost everything in my life to me is a bit is just fun. Mm -hmm. But, but you're, you know, your values and you're able to like show up authentically. So then you can say, right, like, right. This doesn't align with me or this does. Right. And it's like, okay, it's not because you're fucking hot shit it's just because like you that's the way you present and that's what you believe in right well and and, and i work i work that but like for instance uh i had a guy on here who believes that the uh the, the earth is um what did he call it flat or stationary or something right and yeah. there were people who were like upset mm -hmm. and this guy was upset this guy's upset that people don't believe him there's people who are upset that he's on the show people are calling each other's name calling him stupid he's calling people stupid i'm like wow this is yeah, this is nuts. But I mean, but I enjoyed it. I maybe I'm sick, but I enjoyed them fighting. <laughs> I was like, this is really like you care that this you're threatened by this guy thinking the earth is flat and you're threatened by thinking that this person. I mean, and it's just I'm just fascinated by the whole thing. But so anyway, but I appreciate you not 
um, thinking that you're better than other people. I don't think that I'm better than you because I think that I'm better than other people. And I would also understand that if you think I'm a dick for thinking that I'm better than other people, but it, well, it, let's bring this back to fitness. It's not really any different than someone who has like a really good looking body. who's like a fucking trash person. Right. Oh, so, right. So right. We kind of, and we know those people. We know those people. You have an amazing body and you're dickhead. Well, yeah. And it's like, does that make you better? Cause you have hard work and ethic and you're in the gym and you're this out or the other, or are you just still a douche? You know what I mean? Like if you can't, <laughs> No, oh, that's a tangent, but I don't know. Well, I would go back to what you're, I guess basically that's because I sort of have the same values that you have in the respect that I'm not, I, I do think that our value as human beings is what we can offer to other people. That's pretty much defines our existence. And so like, if you can't play the flute and make other people happy, then you kind of suck. Like you're not doing your part. You know what I mean? Like metaphorically speaking, you, but, but you should be providing some sort of value to your fellow man, mm -hmm. whether it be growing food, opening doors, being polite, smiling, like you need to be providing value and in order to, that's how I, um, it, it, that's not contrived. I actually, I actually feel value from that. Somehow I get it. Can I, so let me ask you, why did yeah. you start the podcast? Cliff notes. <laughs> I, I don't really, I can, it is, it's, I don't really know, but the story would go like this. Basically I used to have a podcast. I was really good at it. I really enjoyed it. It was fun. And I always wanted to make people laugh ever since I was a little kid. I always wanted to be a comedian. I really liked Abbott and Costello, really? Rodney Dangerfield, Richard Pryor. I always wanted to be a comedian. I liked the, like the three stooges mm -hmm. and I never pursued that. And so then when I started doing the CrossFit podcast, it started letting me like do some funny shit and get just, just crazy. Mm -hmm. And then basically then I got fired from CrossFit and I was just basically sitting around and three people, um, my wife and Dave Castro, Dave Castro and Matt Souza all separately unbeknownst to each other were like, Hey, you should really do a podcast. It's, it's your calling. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, no, no. And then my wife gave, gave me the talk. Hey, you're always saying that you live this crazy charm life and the universe is always conspiring to help you. And, um, and yet here it is telling you to do a podcast and you're not listening. And I just wanted to point that out to you. It's like obvious to me, you're not listening. And I was like, Oh, and so I started doing it. And, um, and, and now, but now in hindsight, I could say I do it because, um, it allows me to do something in the morning. Mm-hmm from six to nine. Then I, I spend the rest of the day with my kids from nine to, uh, to seven at night. Mm -hmm. And then from seven to midnight, I eat pistachios and prepare for my next podcast. So I just, I become this, I become this creature of habit. I become this creature of habit, right. Of just of, of like how I can live my life. Mm -hmm. But I also don't compartmentalize my life. Yeah. Which, which I want to ask you about before you, you run off, but. But anyway, did that answer your question on why I do it? I'm not really sure why, but oh, and it allows me to try to be funny. So I really like, I'm just trying to just tell jokes. Are you? Yeah, I'm trying. I fail. Sometimes I just talk about just create just crazy shit. The whole time. That's your flute. Yeah, that's my, I'm mean, just trying to be, I want it to be so bad. <laughs> I want to just tell dirty jokes so bad all the time. <laughs> oh, look, I, I have up there the whole time is she's single. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but I was like, no. yeah, you can ask me whatever you want. I um, I'm an oh. open book to an extent. Um, I definitely believe in like the aspect of like, 
protecting your peace a little bit. I think, especially in this day and age of like social media, like, but, but what do you you compartmentalize your life? Do you have a, like, I don't compartmentalize my life. It's all just one. Like I just have existence. I don't have, I never have, I never have work. I never have play. I never have a personal life. I don't have a private life. It's just one giant, like me. I think that's a pretty good way to put it. And like going back to like your vacation analogy, you know, like I don't, I don't take vacations, you know, I have a couple hours a day. Maybe I'll go hop up to the lake or something and like take some time. But yeah, it's pretty much, uh, it's kind of that, that gut feeling of like, how am I showing up and am I showing up the way I want to? Right. Like if someone were to see me in my personal life, would they still say that I'm the professional I am on this podcast? Right. Mm -hmm. Or, and I think that's why too, like, I kind of like, I cuss, I am funny. I'm quirky. I'm awkward. Kind of a cheese ball. You know what I mean? Cause like, I think it's always sad when people relate to you and attach to you. And then they find out that like, that's not even you, right? Like that's just like the image you put up on social media or that's like, you know, the persona that you paint and that works for some people, but like my personal brand is just, I'm just me, you know? And if I'm trying where I find struggle and like when I do try to compartmentalize or I do try to be like, I got to pick a niche and I got to just show up as this. And I'm like, I don't want to play that game. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't being a business owner, I, the game I have to play is to like be the best that I can be. And that's just, I don't know. Let, let me ask you this. Um, and I like it. Life is easy when you can just uh, do you, but there's this, let me give you this example. So I would, um, I, when this, when this podcast is over, I might go down to the bar here and drink a bloody Mary. And I won't post that on Instagram uh, because I don't want other people to do, I'm, I, I don't want to, set an example. I don't want people to like, because when I see people smoke cigarettes, it makes me want to smoke. So I wouldn't do that. Um, because I'm not interested in, in, uh, stimulating that in someone else. Right. Oh, Savon, Savon thinks it's okay. Cause I'm, I'm like that. I see Colton Mertens drinking Wolverine. I drink Wolverine. Right. Mm-hmm. I like, want to be like Colton. Really impressionable kind of thing. I, I guess. Yeah. I'm, and, and so I don't want, so I don't take a picture, even though I'm having fun and I would love to share with you guys. Oh my God, I'm down at the bar in Newport beach. If anyone's down here, come down here and get, let's get our swerve on. You know what I mean? I just don't want to, I just don't want to be, it's not that I'm trying to protect my image. I don't want to influence other people to do that. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, when I, I did this podcast in between the CrossFit podcast and this podcast, I did another podcast with Matt Fraser and Josh Bridges. And when I did that podcast, someone had introduced me to these little nicotine pouches and I don't do them anymore, but I was doing them during that window. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want anyone to know I did that mm-hmm. because um, one, I wouldn't, I don't want my fucking mom and my sister and any of my family to know that I'm fucking addicted to nicotine, but two, because um, I, I think it's, I thought it was weakness to be addicted to nicotine. So I hid that shit. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't have any like weird habits like shoving dildos in my ass or like anything like I'm hiding like that. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just like a normal just guy, you know, like my kids have, like I'm, I'm not into like any like weird shit. But for me, that was weird. Chewing tobacco. Right. It's not. It's not. But I hit it. Um, that's the part that that's the part that. Um, and, and then like so and now I have this new friend that I made in the last year named Andrew Hiller. And he told he says to me that he doesn't do anything anywhere that he wouldn't be comfortable for the whole world to see. So I'm thinking to myself, oh, does this guy like not even masturbate to porn unless one, like before he masturbates to porn, is he like, hmm, I better, uh, my, with the whole world seeing this? Like how far does this fucking guy take this? 
But the truth is, I think that there is this thing that the people who are the absolute most comfortable in their skin actually live their life like that to that fullest authenticity. If am what I doing right now, I'm okay for the whole world to see on a big screen hovering over planet Earth. Yeah. I think that narrative you agree is with that. Well, I think that narrative has changed through the years, especially with like social media. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of people who want to see people fail. And there's a lot of people who want to judge people. And there's a lot of people who are like, hey, motherfucker, you're up there. I'm going to rip you back down here because of this one thing. Right. Right. And um, because they think it elevates them. By the way, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like yeah. tearing other people down. No, no, I agree. And like you can be different for sure, but that doesn't. I don't know. So, yeah, I think there's a, it's like self-respect and it's like just how you feel about the way you want to carry yourself. You know, like I, I'd like to be a very respectful person. I'm not going to like go out of my way to be like, you know, like, but how about your authenticity with yourself? Do, do you think that like, do, like is your goal to not have to compartmentalize your life at all? My goal that's important? is not have to like, answer to someone else per se mm. right so like i don't like well that's nice yeah like financial now you're talking about like financially right no more no? so like um like the idea of how you do anything is how you do everything right and how i do my day is how i'm gonna do my whole day and how i do this one task and apply myself in this whole podcast like once this stops, then it's like, okay, how do I apply myself 100% here? And how do I apply myself 100% here? And then what that does is like creates like a lot of fulfillment. And if I find that I'm not being fulfilled by a behavior or a schedule or a task or what I'm participating in, then I don't do it. So then it's like, if I'm feeling really good about going out and drinking with the people I'm out drinking with, then that's great. You know what I mean? I'm not going to hide that from someone. If I feel really shitty doing something and I have like this sense of guilt because yeah. it's overriding what myself and like who I am. Yeah. Like probably shouldn't do it. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So that's kind of more. Nicotine's so a like, hell of a drug. Nicotine's a hell of a drug. That shit yeah. is addicting. But then there's also the idea of like you're trying to paint the picture of like who you are and have people respect you for the professional you are. Right. And that's why you have. A and, and I don't want anyone else to do it. Well, and a lot of people just want to copy things, you know? Right. So That's why I did it. I copied someone else. You don't enjoy the first time you put nicotine in your mouth. You're copying someone else, and then after a while, you just get addicted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and it's – you got to kind of have these little check-ins with them yourself. You know, we talk about that in coaching a lot. Check in with yourself. Ask yourself, do I like that I'm doing this? And if you don't, don't do it. And if mm -hmm. you do, do it. You know? If you, you like um, – You like having a business partner? You like Walter? Oh, I, Walter is the best. I mean, we tell each other all the time, not all the time, but everyone's, <laughs> it's not like positive affirmation all the time, but it is a like, Hey man, like I, I appreciate the shit out of you. Like you were, really? I could, not, I could not imagine doing business with anyone else in this world. Period. How did you guys meet? We met, uh, at a, at a bar and here in town, we were getting beers, going back to the idea of like beers. And yeah. we just like started talking and it's like, we would talk, talk shit to each other for 10 minutes and they're like, cool, bye. <laughs> oh, it you was know? like a watering hole for you. So you saw him repeatedly at the same watering hole. Well, Reno is not a very big place. So we just kind of started seeing each other more and more. And it was just like, man, like you have a similar mindset to me. Like, wow, like you challenged me in ways I challenged you. Like it was like, what do you want to do with your life? 
like, where are you? You know what I mean? Like, where are you going? What do you want to do? And they're like, man, supplements. And then all of a sudden, you know, six, seven years goes by and you're like, wow, we have this company. We do these things. We have these products. This is, this is rad. And it's been an amazing ride and it's been, it's been the best ride ever, but yeah. Do you consider I, yourself a CrossFitter? Uh, yeah, kind of. That was a I, great sound you made. Oh, uh, uh, it was like female Tarzan. Like you just swung out of a tree. Oh, yeah. No. Um. Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I think I look like one too. Like at least people tell me that a lot. It's really funny when people are like, "Well, you look like you do a lot of Pilates," and I'm like, "I look like I would eat someone who does Pilates." <laughs> uh, my wife does a lot of Pilates. My wife also teaches. I have all respect for it. Yeah, for my sure. wife te- my wife does a lot of Pilates, a lot of yoga, but she also does a lot of uh, CrossFit also and teaches a, a bunch of CrossFit. Yeah, I kind of go in like seasons with it, right? Like, so I, I love the community aspect and I love that it's this the community that we cater to. But um, CrossFit for me challenges that really athletic side of me. And I'm really good at like uh, kind of beating the shit out of myself about it, out about it. Um, so I do it kind of here and there. Like I last year sunk my teeth into it. And I was like, this is all I'm going to do for like a year. And that's what I did. And then I, you know, went through the earlier part of the year and the last couple of months, like I've just been lifting because that's what I have time for. Right. Like I know, I know I have certain things that I want to do in my schedule and who I'm around. And right now that just means going and lifting real quick and then getting out and going home. The, the, um, I don't know. I don't know much. So bear with me here if this is just complete horseshit, but there's all these pitfalls, especially in the supplement industry. It's the supplement industry is kind of like, um, CrossFit gyms. There's so many people who've made the attempt to do it. Right. And so there's like this, Chris Cooper described as there's these questions you have to ask yourself when you open a CrossFit gym. And one question is, is like, am I going to open one? Well, that's the easiest question to answer. Yes or no. Or then the next thing is, am I going to get a location? Then that one's a little easier, but eventually there becomes so many fucking questions. Should I have one bathroom? Should I have a shower? What kind of toilet paper should I have? Should I charge more for people if I clean this? And it just goes, spreads off into a million uh, questions. And, and then there's this metric of what is successful as a CrossFit gym. Well, I, I've heard I've known a handful of people who've had supplement companies and some really big ones who were really successful, but then they made the wrong decision and the shit went sideways. And I think that this is a true story. This was like 15 years ago, but a friend of mine got a deal with Walmart Mm -hmm. to put his supplement in there. And that was the beginning of the end for him. I forget how it fucking happened, Mm -hmm. but it did something to it looked like it was going to be a good deal. And then basically it it turned them upside down. Mm hmm. It is the as you grow this thing, is it is there like a just a crazy steep learning curve? Like, oh, that looks good, but uh oh, that might not be good. Like, are there some goals like when you started, like, oh my god, I can't wait to get into GNC because blah blah blah. That means we've made it to as opposed to you're doing it and you're like, ooh, that's a fucking trap. Yeah. So we're very careful to who we associate our image with as a company. Um, not so much. You came on this show. <laughs> uh, Walter is very, very good at vetting our partners and who we retail with um, and makes a lot of those decisions. We have everyone makes good decisions. Everyone makes bad decisions. We all have things that, you know, kind of maybe weren't the best. Um, there are a lot of brands who were big and then are not even around. Right. Or right. Are, right. 
that we've seen. They were synonymous with CrossFit even. I didn't even think of that. But yeah, there were some that were like synonymous with CrossFit. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And you watch them come in and you watch them go out and you watch them with their strategy and you watch them with like how they're marketing and how they're selling the product or who's behind it. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, they'll last a year. They'll last two years. They'll, you know, maybe they'll be around a little bit longer. Um, And a lot of people kind of get the taste of a lot of them have investors. A lot of them have people who they report to, but then like think that sinking their teeth into one big thing, like Walmart, for example, would be like the make or break it. And it's like with us, it's, it's more of a calculated risk. It's more of a, like how many irons can we have in the fire, you know, and what it's like trial and error always marketing and sales is always, you know, try it, fail it, fix it, try it, fail it, fix it, try it, fail it, fuck, 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 fix it. (laughs) Like, and you try not to have like too many fucks in there where you're like, "Uh Oh, I screwed the pooch on this one. You know? And I think that going back to, I mean, I reiterate our mission, our vision and our value a lot. Our, our three core values. Like we know those things through and through. And if those things are not being applied, those are our basics. And what are they? So transparency, clinically dosed, scientifically proven ingredients. Like okay. we help people pursue their ultimate potential, right? We're a performance driven company. We are not for everyone. We're for the people who want to, you know, invest in themselves and learn what they're putting in their body. And the, sometimes that means like we're not the first chosen brand and that's Okay. Because we'll be there when your supplements start working or stop working, right? So when you need things to work and you need things to work consistently, that's where we're going to be. So then when we know these things really well and we come back to these things as our foundational pieces of like what makes us a business and what we build our products on, then we look at a retailer and we say, does this retailer align? And then what is the calculated risk associated with that retailer, with that partner or with this sponsoring this or with that working with this athlete? Um and that's how we make decisions and making the right choices is really all about, you know, sticking to your core and competitive advantage. We know why we're different and we know how, and we're confident in that. And it's not to say I'm better. That's not to say that we're the only company for someone. It's not black and white like that. But if someone does align with those things and align with that strategy and wants to be a part of that, we want them to be a part of it. And like going back to your question about like Colton, about Abby, why do we do that? Like, yes, it is funny. And it is like, there's a lot of quirky things about all of us. But at the same time, like we all align in our value systems and like why we, where we want to go and how we want to be presented and what story we want to tell. And then letting the performance or the product speak for those values. So I don't think you could tell me that you asked Colton. Is there any question you asked Colton and Abigail? And, and what was the other lady's name? Crystal? Hmm, who? Athlete-wise? Yeah. What was the, the Crystal? Christy? Christy? Crystal? There's a third athlete. Who's the athlete? Oh, Chelsea? Chelsea. Chelsea. Chelsea Crystal. Uh, is there any, is there any like a question or like, um, like, do you, do you say to them, uh, Colton, Abigail, Chelsea, uh, if there was a shopping cart and you saw it in the middle of a parking lot, uh, would you roll it away to the holder or would you leave it there or, or like when you have a shopping cart do you put it away or do you just pop it up on the curb like sevy does like sevy does yeah do you like is there some questions you ask them like to find out their values you say their values align with your company i think that's a good one um you know and like alex kazan is also a really good example of another athlete that we work with that has that value system and it's really like superstar superstar well yeah but like amazing Alex Kazan's gonna be a superstar yeah 
Yeah, absolutely. And it's, and it's like, it's just giving them the floor to express who they are at first, you know, it's like, tell me about you. What do you like to do? Who are you? What's your life been like? You know, like, where do you see yourself going? Why do you want to go there? Why is it important? It's never about, oh, I'm going to go to the CrossFit games. Oh, I'm going to CrossFit, CrossFit. Um, Critton, Critton. Critton at the CrossFit games. Critton at the CrossFit games. <laughs> with Stevie. <laughs> yeah, with Stevie. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of like, what are you doing in your life to better yourself, right? Because fitness is a privilege. Moving in our bodies is a privilege. It's a blessing. It's a gift. It is not a given. And so it's you mean like, like if you were never born and you were just stuck a spirit your whole life, like flying around planet Earth, and like, fuck, can I just get a body like that kind of privilege? <laughs> I'm a six foot alien, I swear. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, kind of, you know what I mean? Like, it's like a lot of times we take it for granted and then all of a sudden you get injured and you're like, shit, like, or you get sick. Man, I never knew how important my nose was. <laughs> right, right. I mean, right. right. And so it's like kind of those conversations with athletes. It's like. Why is this important to you? Hey, what? you could even go as far as to say, sorry, this is off subject, but it's a privilege to to know it's a privilege. Meaning, I remember when I was introduced to CrossFit at age 34, and one of the workouts was like run 400 meters, do as many pull-ups as you can, four rounds. And when I did it, I was like, I can't remember the last time I ran as fast as I could. Mm-hmm. I don't like the word privilege, though, by the way. It, I'm triggered. No, it's bit. a hard one. It's, yeah. it's not... Even though I told and you I, I don't get triggered, I, I got triggered. I lied. That's okay. I okay. kind of triggered myself when I said it, but you know, <laughs> like, it's, a it's a gift. <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah, I get. It. I like it. I triggered myself. Yeah. But, okay. So, so you listen to them. You listen to them. But is there any? And it's not that they want to make it to the CrossFit Games. It's that they. they were you going to say that they? They or did you say it's that they want to be the well, best version they can be in every moment? Like a CrossFit credo, like a, a very basic CrossFit thing is why? What's your motive behind your motivation? What is what is the reason why you're doing this? You know, and it's like you can learn a lot about somebody when you ask them, why are you doing this? Right. Like the podcast. Why did you start a podcast? Cool. I just learned five things about you. Right. Why did you start Wolverine? Why are you here? Why are you doing this? Why? And when we start to just ask why to people, it's not so much I'm able to project what I want them to perceive me as. This happens with are you are not like you're not you're not able to like just like you can for a while you can stick to that story and that narrative but eventually like who you are is going to come out and what how you you could have been like you could have been like hey why'd you start the podcast be like because i wanted to share my wealth and knowledge of crossfit to the world and bring people together in a stronger community you mean like if i would have had like some sort of like why and eventually we're going to get down to a real answer where that probably has nothing to do with the original answer Right, right. Okay. And so it's like that type of conversation. And when the simple question of why comes in, it's not everyone's answer is going to be different. So, and like vetting who we work with or who we align ourselves with, like same thing with other people. We want to do a giveaway with somebody. Cool. Let me talk to the owner. Why are you a company? You want to use people and take their money? We're not going to partner with you. We're, you know what I mean? Like, or, you know, it's kind of some things like that. And I'm like soapboxing a little bit, but it's really important to going back to also like making bad decisions and operationally, like people make bad decisions. Who you align yourself with is also can be a very bad decision too. Right. Cause like, go ahead. No, no, uh, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. Who you align yourselves with could be a bad decision also. Well, I think as a business too, 
you know, like who are your partners and like who's going to be there when shit hits a fan or you need a favor or you have an athlete like Colton and you, you need, they need something and they need a new partner. They need a new, um, you know, they're having issues with tendonitis or they're having issues, you know, how do we align them with a PT or a program or another company and, and strategically like companies make bad choices when they are, you know, align in negative ways or ways that don't support their mission. Right. Uh, you just said you're bringing me back to something. Um, if, if, if going back to that compartmentalizing your life and, and the chewing tobacco versus the drinking versus not wanting to share something with someone versus which is I'm okay with right. Versus just being, trying to guard the secret yourself. Like if someone took a picture of me at the bar, I wouldn't care, but it's, it's not my goal to like share it. I would have cared if someone would have seen me putting a nicotine pouch in my mouth. I did not want that to be part of my, I, did, I, I didn't like, it, it wasn't aligned with who I was to who I was, right. Who I wanted to be with who I was. Mm -hmm. This podcast, I, I can't worry about my image because I would run out of energy if I did. And so you have to align to what you're saying. I ha it has to align to my true values to have the energy to do it. Like if there was anything I was guarding or being fake about, I could not. I would fucking run out of energy. There would be no fucking way. I don't have any time or space in my life to guard anything. Mm -hmm. The perfect example would be we, we found – we got a sponsor called 8sleep. And we didn't get it. It was one of our sponsors. We didn't get organically like we got through you. We just built a relationship with Swolverine, just like like we ran into you at the bar. We just ran into you on the Internet. And we started hanging out. Right. That's yeah. how all those people are down at the bottom. I just ran into the, all those people on the Internet. We started hanging out. Mm -hmm. Eight sleep was given to us by someone. Someone went out and found them for us. I don't use eight sleep. We didn't know anything about it. They wanted us to do a read. And, and like, I'm not doing a fucking read. I'm, I'm not endorsing the product. I'm not, I'm not guarding anything. I'm not going to make anything up to get the money. I can't. It'll fucking ruin the whole show. It's not even because I – it's for practical reasons. It's not even because of values or morals. I just can't do it. I'll run out of energy if I do – if I go down that pathway and can't talk about something naturally. Mm -hmm. Well, so Sousa takes it upon himself to make a bit commercial for them. I got eight sleep, and my wife's boyfriend loves it. When he fucks her on that side of the bed, I don't even feel it because I'm so comfortable on my side. I can just watch. Uh, what? Say it again? <laughs> I can just watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. exactly. He totally did a commercial like that. And he's like, dude, I don't know if they're going to go with this, but I just did a read for you and I just made up a bunch of shit. Mm -hmm. So he said, I said, okay. So we ran the commercial and people loved it and started laughing. And they gave us a code word to give $150 off for people, Sevon, right? Which was like crazy. I was like happy because you want to offer value to your listeners, right? That's like the whole thing. Just offer value to your listeners that we yeah. don't do any affiliate programming shit where we take money from our sponsors. I'd rather just, we take money from our sponsors, but we don't do it like based on sales. We'd rather never either give us money or don't, but, but yeah. we're not doing, give the discounts to the listeners. So we played that. I had to take a piss so bad. When we had Ricky Mack on the show, formerly known as Ricky Garrard. And so we played the commercial. And when we came back, Ricky's like, you know, I got that eight sleep. Oh and they sold a bunch of them and they sold a bunch of them. Cause Ricky's like, that's the shit, <laughs> but we didn't have to fake anything. You know what I mean? Just the whole bit, the lie, the it's in the same with paper street. I didn't, I didn't, I told paper street, I don't even drink your fucking coffee. He's like, I don't care. I like your podcast. I want to support like the shit you're saying. Mm -hmm. And then eventually now I'm addicted to their shit, but so um, 
Yeah. It's it, it's it's cool. Yeah, it's cool just being authentic. It, it, it's like what you're saying. Just you just have to align. You so now I'm starting to understand. Sorry, I'm putting my story to try to understand oh, your story. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you're you're aligned to your people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like we, it, true true to that. You know, like a lot of companies will like from a strategic standpoint, like they'll go into a completely different line of products. They're a supplement company. They release skincare. They don't release any new products. There's companies out there that have had the same four products, five products for 12 years. There's the idea of like outsourcing things to cut people, right? Like we want to create community here. We're small and we're, we grow with integrity because like, we don't want, you know, people coming in here and not feeling connected. So they like some people will outsource shipping, you know, why have a shipping team? Why? Because they're a piece of this company. Like, controlling the variables and things like that and and it's not to say any company is right or wrong you know? hey i think you're on to something when crossfit was when greg owned crossfit everything was done internally yeah and it was so smart and he even wanted us he even had a ship like if someone ordered a poster we didn't even want to outsource that he wanted the media the product everything inside and it was so much better that way well I, it might take longer and my i might have to learn how to do some shit i've never learned how to do Absolutely. You know what I mean? But that will get me further in the long run. You know what I mean? Like we're not going anywhere as a company. We're not, we're not going anywhere because it's not about hype. It's not about the blueberry razzmatazz and like the, the, you know, do this and pop confetti and feel great and crush your workout and blah, crash after we're unicorns, you know, like that's okay. If that works for you without your strategy, but it's not mine. You know, and I'll be here in 10, 15 years when you still need that product and you've used it for a long time and got you yeah. where you want to go. And you can tell me your story. We can sit down on social media or we get, you know, we get these emails that are so fucking cool, man. Just people sharing their story, just completely unprovoked. Just like, hi, I'm Tim. I'm 78. I run ultras. I drink half a bottle of Intra during an ultra. Oh, <laughs> yeah, know? that's I'm cool. Like, wow. Oh, wow. Tim. You're so like, sit there. I mean, there's been times where I sit and cry on my computer because I'm just like, how fucking cool is this? You know, and get to be a part of people's stories. And like, I mean, I have like chills right now. It's just, it's, and I'm just ranting now because I don't remember the original question, but like really at the root of a lot of the things that we do, they're very emotionally connected, but they're very strategic because if we just went on emotion, you know, I would release a purple shirt tomorrow. Like what does purple right. have to do with our company? It doesn't, doesn't have shit to do with, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what about, um, what about, uh, like, so when you choose an athlete, not choosing, like not choosing an ego athlete, Mm -hmm. like some people might be, um, I don't, I don't want to say anyone's name in in our field because it's going to seem like a hit in in CrossFit community, but let's say, let's say you're, uh, you're Sprite and you want, like, you think you're the shit because you got LeBron, right? Sometimes, so we had a sponsor reach out to us recently and be like, hey, we're increasing your sponsorship. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And they go, hey, just so you know, your show sells more for us than all the other athletes together we sponsor. And I'm not taking a dig at athletes, but I'm just saying. And I was like, oh, that's fucking – that's really that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that there's some companies that have made the bad decision um, to pick certain athletes to sell their shit because they want the ego of saying that they have those athletes. Like I'm guessing Colton's worked out great for you. He's been, I'm guessing that I'm guessing that a lot of people fucked up by not picking Colton. Oh, I think so for sure. Yeah, I think that's he has crazy brand value that's that's not that's not viable 
from you also make, I, from, it's really enjoyable to work with right you know, right 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 outside of anything like that like truthfully like i look forward to it every time i hear from colton or we talk to him or we get to do something with him and it's like how much more can i do with colton and we call that a very like so going back to the original idea of like the call the questions yeah. how is this partnership going to be like mutually respectful and mutually rewarding right and every partnership is different right and so you you do have athletes who they will say instead of an ego it's more transactional not as like relationship based there's some athletes who want to have your number and you're their contact and they want to talk to you and they want to know what's going on in the company and they want to be involved in meetings and they want to think about new products and try new things and do all that kinds of shit there's athletes who are like i don't care you know what i mean like send me my supplement when i need it do this do that it's transactional talk to my agent see you later and then you just got to find like what works for you it also comes down to like the size of company you are too right right like, right like I, I assume nike is like an example of someone who's just like do it or don't we'll move on right next you know what i mean and you only have so much time in the day. You can't have so many points of contact. I can't like I personally can't talk to the sponsors at all because I just don't have time in my day. Like by talk to them, I mean like I can't. You, you know what I mean? I can't be like the, the point of contact like they have to like they have to be they have to call Susan and be like, hey, we want we're having a sale. Can you tell Stevan to say this? And then I'll be like, oh, OK. And then Susan will tell me like five times until it sticks and then I'll figure out a way to work it into a bit. But but I can't have them call me because I'm at the fucking skate park. I mean, right. And it's same, same with you. Like you, you can't, you can't be the point of contact for everyone. Someone can't call you and be like, Hey, my Wolverine showed up the day late or my, or my box came damaged. You, you'll be fucked. You'll get crushed. Well, it happens on the coaching side too. Like that's kind of a little bit of a transition where like I've stepped out of coaching a lot. Um, you were coaching. I was, you mean like at the, the, in the kitchen, the Wolverine kitchen or like, 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 Hey, uh, Squat deeper coaching. Both. Oh, Both. shit. Mainly you on guys the have a gym? Side. Do you guys have a gym? Does Wolverine have a gym? We don't. We would love oh. one. Oh. We're moving into a new building here in a couple weeks. 2024, Swolverine gym will be opening. I know. I wish. It just would be nice to not have to drive to the gym. <laughs> like selfishly. Like I be love what a great brand name for a fucking huge Globo gym, Swolverine. Mm -hmm. I love a Globo gym. Do you like a Globo gym? I don't mind that. Like I, I love an LA fitness, a huge building, yeah. all the machines. I fuck. Yeah. I love that shit. I haven't been in years, but I used to love that. I love those big places. It's big kind of locker sort of rooms and saunas and yeah. especially when I it's love, cold. <laughs> yeah. I love that shit. My bones are getting older. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, 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 uh, uh, what else do you want to know? There was something we were just talking about and I cut you off. Um, Hmm. Before, I got, before I got excited for the big Swolverine gym. You can see that though, right? On the side of like gyms around the world, Swolverine. Oh yeah. I mean, it would be rad. It would, it's definitely, you know, like long-term plan. Like we, we plan so far out and Walter's a very big visionary. Like he's like always 15 steps ahead. And then I'm like, okay, wait, come back, <laughs> come back. This is what we're dealing with right now. You know, but uh, yeah, it's definitely still there. Is Brandon, uh, Brandon is not, no, um, he's an amazing human though. He's I love him. Human. He's so just like naturally talented. It's he's smart. When you talk to him, you know you're talking to someone smart too. Oh my gosh, yeah. And so, like going back to athletes, so that's a good. So some people are like, "Well, why did you stop working with them? Or why aren't you doing this? Or what happened? Did something juicy happen?" 
And it's like, no, nothing happened. It really kind of going back into that alignment. Like one, if you don't use the products, that's not a good fit, right? Like two, if you don't like the products or don't want to recommend them or don't care to know about them, not a good fit, right? Or three, like if it's, you have like your routine and you're doing things like it's not a one size fits all for an athlete. So that's just why things work and don't work. Nothing happens. But anyways, tangent. But anyways. Oh, no, no. Uh, pe- pe- people come and go. Um, uh, uh, Adam uh, Blakesley, Colton won't have the most followers, but he's the type of athlete with followers that buy and rebuy. I mean, I, I, the people who like him are fucking loyal as fuck to him, I think. You're, yeah. He doesn't. So I think that there's people on Instagram who 80% of their followers are following him because they're a train wreck and they want to see it come off the rails, right? They're like, ooh, this is going to be interesting. I don't think Colton has one follower who's following, waiting to see Colton fail. I do think that there's people out there. I'll just say this. I think half the people who probably follow Kim Kardashian are just waiting, just want to see the like the next time Kanye gets arrested in front of her house. You know what I mean? There's no one following Colton who's waiting to see that. Everyone's either interested in his biggest lift, when the wiener dogs go on sale, um, how he's doing to qualify for the games, where they can buy the next shirt. Like everyone who follows him loves him. They are a those ten thousand or fifty thousand whatever followers he has are po- are a potent like swarm. They're they're about Colton. Well, and that's an interesting thing too that you bring up is like the quality of follower is yeah. a big deal. It's not necessarily yeah. the number of follower. And I think a lot of times people forget like it's just one person. If you can affect one person positively or like help them change their mind or their perspective or look at things through a different lens. Like one person, if you had 10 people in a room and you got 10 people to like you, or you got 10 people to do something, that's phenomenal. And it's so easy to go on social media and be like, Oh oh no, 10 people. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. What a waste. I should just hide this post. I was like that with this podcast at first and people, people, even my own listeners will make fun of it, but we put on 10 new subscribers every day and I'm so happy with that. Mm -hmm. And a day. Yeah, in a day. That's a big deal. And some fucking ding dong the other day. Uh, I'm not, not going to drag you into this, but remind me, guys. I want to tell you about something some ding dong said on some post. <laughs> Every time someone says something bad about the pos- podcast, the, the people who listen, I'm going to do it. The people who listen to the podcast just go over and attack them. It's so lame. No, fuck you. Let them do whatever they want. They follow this podcast because they like it because we do have strong values over here. We do have firm values. We do have integrity over here. I don't have any problem if someone's fucking with the podcast. I don't want you to be mean to people, but feel free to express your opinion and go over. Someone's saying some dumb shit. Someone says like, hey, Sevon's a flat earther. Go over and unfuck them. Be like, no, he's not. Well, and be, if you are going to take a stance like that, if you're going to take a hard stance, yeah. be open to the conversation, right? And that's yeah, like- Give a- me an example. Give me an example. Um, Like someone reaching out and be like, your product sucks. Yeah. And be like, okay, why? And they're like, well, this- Oh, right. And I'm like, oh, well- like beta alanine is a great example, you know, or greens, you know, like beta alanine makes me itchy. What an awful fucking product or greens. They just taste like grass. Okay. All right. Let's explore that. Let's like unpack that a little bit. Like I'm not your fucking supplement therapist, but I'm going to tell you why. Right. I supplement <laughs> therapist. That's awesome. Like you can decide why that product does or doesn't work for you. Nobody's like yeah. holding the greens to your head and is like, you've got to take it, drink it. Like if you hate it, go eat an apple and a, and a, and a Brussels sprout. Right, you know? right. Or to flip over the lawnmower and scrape out the insides. <laughs> yeah. The last cuttings. But 
Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of being open to that type of conversation. And then and then when you take it from a perspective of like the scientific approach, like here's why it physiologically makes you itchy and here's what you can do about it. Then it's not like, oh, Alex, you're full of shit. You got your opinion sucks. Like, it's not my opinion. I don't have I'm not here to argue with you. I'm here to like just help give you the information. And if you don't like it, that's okay. I'm not. You know what I mean? And I think people want to be like told what to do all the time and told that they're wrong or told that they're right. Like that, like think, think for yourself. It's okay. You know what I mean? And like, if what you do is different than somebody else, that's all right. That's what makes you unique. You don't have to be a copycat. Uh, Kenneth Delap, Sevon, I love uh, the gym. I haven't been in uh, 10 years, but I love it. That's like your mom's house. I haven't been there in 10 years, but I still love her too. Fond memories. Thank you, Kenneth. You're a good dude. Fond, fond memories of the old L.A. fitness in your mom's house. Uh, yeah, I, uh, Sevon loves to see carnage. Gee drops 400 pounds on people, and he loves it. Are you talking about at um, Wadapalooza when they had all the people stacked in there? Are you going to Wadapalooza? You want to come hang out at the booth? You're having a booth there? Yeah, we'll be in the fountain this year. What's that mean? Uh, Like in the little around between kind of the stages in the fountain. There's a fountain between the stages. A lot of people don't know that because it's usually like covered, but yeah. I don't, yeah. I, I, God, the thought of going to Miami. Ooh. Uh, Kenneth Lapp, my mom is a saint. I know that when I said uh, hang out with your mom, I meant when she gives me uh, my blessings. Yes, of course. She's pretty good at worshiping for sure. I'm definitely going to the California one. I can't imagine not going to the California Wadapalooza. You missed my joke. Oh, say it again. Sorry. Sorry. I love dirty jokes. It was- <laughs> Say it again. Say it again. I'll pretend like a uh, Kenneth DeLapp, your mom is a saint. Okay, go ahead. Drop your line, Alex. She's really good at worshiping people. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. She's great at worshiping people. Alex, we should have a show together. Yeah. I think Mark, this is fine, honestly. Mark Moss, I feel like this is the Alex podcast today. Guess what? It is. Yay. Yeah. I mean, um, if anyone's out there, like you guys will be at Wadapalooza, Norcal Classic, Wadapalooza South. I mean, West, sorry. I don't know. If you can catch us at an event, uh, definitely do it. We're also, uh, not to like talk a little promotion here, but we are hosting, helping host a um, a throwdown in Durango, Colorado in the end of September, which would be cool. Like if anyone's like around there, come hang out, come do the competition. You can still sign up for it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. If we don't, we don't get out too much, um, but we would love to. And I think if there's enough draw to like, I don't know. I think I, th- I love get, getting out, you know, and just doing like nutrition talks or supplement talks at gyms or like, I don't know, something I don't do a whole lot. I think COVID changed a lot of things for a lot of people. I and like that, to stay that. home and play with my kids and go to the skate park. Don't have kids. Oh, uh, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. The fountain. Yeah. Fuck the fountain. <laughs> He's he's probably <laughs> gonna have a boot there too. What if I'm an affiliate and I want to sell uh Swolverine? Do you guys do that? Like Is a wholesale like gym type thing? Is that what that's called? Wholesale? Like I just want to have like, you know, like when people check in if they want to like buy protein powder or critin, uh they can. Do you guys do that? Do you guys do affiliates sell your stuff? Yeah, we definitely do. We um so we have wholesale partners, right? Uh where you can just on the website in the footer, there's a wholesale application. Um you can tell us about your business or how you would use a product. Um, we have a really cool program. It's very friendly for people who are in small business. 
Um, so we really like to kind of going back to the idea of mutual, mutually beneficial partnerships. Like we really help our partners as much as we can. Um, so yeah, so we do have wholesale. We do also have like an affiliate program for people who we call it the Swole Friends. Um, so people who are trainers, maybe don't have a gym, don't want to carry product, but still have a community that they cater to um, that people can sign up for as well. And that is in the footer of this Wolverine website too. So, and again, like I go in there and I manually vet people. Like, I'm like, cool, what do you do? Rachel, you do training, mm -hmm. you do this. And so it's like, welcome to this Wolf Collective, you know? Like we really care about what's going on. I think I said Swole Friends. So that's not what I meant. It's called the Swole Collective. I like Swole Friends. Swole Friends, yeah. Um, but yeah. You said you make it for uh, easy for small businesses. When I used to, um, one of the things I used to do, I used to, I mean, I would do it both. I would sell, what? Uh, I guess I would sell weed wholesale and retail. I don't know the difference really. But one of the things I would do is I would always front this guy four ounces of weed at a mm -hmm. time. And then, and then he would, when he, when he, he would come back like in a few days and give me 1200 bucks. But basically he always had like $1,200 on credit. Right. Cause I would always give him the weed first and then he'd come back with 1200 bucks. I know what a great deal, right? $400 an ounce. Anyway. Good. So then, um, one time he, he came back and he's like, Hey, the cops were behind me and I panicked and I threw the weed out the window. <laughs> And I was like, okay. And, and to be honest with you, I didn't believe him, but it didn't matter. I didn't, I don't, I maybe I'm open to being wrong. Maybe he did. I like the guy. And so um, I said, okay. And so he said, Hey, um, can you give me more weed? And I said, no, it doesn't work that way. Like once you like, we're a wash, you don't owe me that $1,200, mm -hmm. but now moving forward, you always have to pay at the time you get the product. Yeah. They boofed it. They boofed the front. <laughs> I don't think you're using the, that word right. I appreciate you trying to squeeze in a vocabulary word from the beginning of the uh, from the beginning of the episode. You know, I don't think you use that right. That word. Everyone's gonna be like, "What is wrong?" I don't think you use that right. Um. Yeah. Uh, yes. Wolverine. Uh, yes. A weed on layaway uh, called a. Oh, it's, yeah. It's called a front. Yeah. Is that what that is? Look at you. You know, you guys be a business oriented people. There. We're fun. We're, I, we're not like complete squares. So uh, on this, on a side note, uh, whoever's running the Instagram account, I know, or the YouTube account, I know you're probably hipper than your boss. Will you explain to her uh, that she's boof wrong uh, <laughs> in the next uh, corporate meeting when you guys gather around your Zoom call? I think that's Walter. He's probably gonna be like, "Why the fuck did you say that?" <laughs> boofed, I don't know, boofed. He boofed it. He he will call me out though on using words wrong a lot. Like he'll be like, "That's not the way you say that," and I'm like. Okay. All right. Um, what about um choosing a athlete? So th there's someone who is like, I have ten thousand more followers on Instagram than Colton, and I and I placed uh, higher than Colton at six of the last seven events. What well, they need to be sponsoring me? It, how do they how do they reach out to you? And should should they um lose that mindset? Um, or don't reach out to you. The mindset <laughs> they can. Yeah. So, I mean, anyone who's interested in being an athlete, like it's, it's easy to reach out to us on some method of uh, communication, um, whether it's like the chat, email, DM. I, I wouldn't recommend DMing me personally about being an athlete. I think that's a little unprofessional. So like if you want to be a professional athlete, go to the Soul Free Instagram. But uh, <clears throat> uh, what, do, what do you mean? Don't DM you personally. Oh, don't DM. Don't go to Alex Best's Instagram account and DM her personally. I mean, 
you could for sure. But it's like, Hey Al, like how do I become an athlete? Yeah. And it's like, well, let's get you back to this Wolverine stuff. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, I'm all right. for, like the DM. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't have Wolverine stuff on your Instagram. I don't, I don't have a ton. Uh, so it's kind of funny. Like I give away a lot of like the sample <laughs> shirts and things that I have on, uh, it's, it's something I need to work on. Let's just be honest. But okay, okay. I a lot of my stuff. So like this shirt, like I was really excited to find it. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's definitely something I need to get better about, especially being like asking that of people. Um, but anyways, long story short. Oh, wanna- I see what you're saying. You gave away your clothes. So you even on your own channel, you're not you don't seen wearing Swolverine stuff. Yeah, not a ton. It's kind of funny because I'm always like, wait, why? <laughs> yeah i didn't see any bottles of it on there i don't see you taking it i didn't see like i like if i didn't if i don't read the um your profile i wouldn't mm-hmm. know you're affiliated with wolverine just from a uh so that's like your a example of like negative feedback that i need to hear that i'm like oh really because oh, you want yeah. it i don't mean it as negative i thought maybe you did it on purpose no that's oh. awful that's the oh, worst yeah. You just ruined my morning, but I ruined it for you myself. guys have an incredible brand logo that just sticks out. Like, like, look at, look at the comments there. This Wolverine just fucking jumps out at you, right? <laughs> it's blue. It, the, those lines. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so I did, it, it didn't jump out at me at all on your Instagram. It's like zero. Well, I will work on it. I appreciate that. Okay. I didn't mean it yeah. as negative feedback. I thought you did it on purpose. No, honestly, my, my Instagram. <laughs> I thought you were like, avoiding. I thought you were avoiding. No, my Instagram is like what? Like if I post on my Instagram, it's like I ran out of things to do today, or like I actually had like a time to think about it. It's not like I would always prioritize the business over myself, and like I think that's something that I need to uh, work on a little bit. But yeah, like hey. I, um, there needs so, to be more image of it. I used to do some media stuff, and I, here's here's what I would recommend. Just, just, just spitballing to you. And I don't mean to take. I don't mean to take your media director job. I would, uh, if you're going to turn over a new leaf and really go hard with the um, integrating uh, Alex Best with Swolverine, the 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 media components, the, the forward facing media components. I would do a reset by taking that Swolverine picture and pasting it as a nine post thing. You know what I mean? Like, so it's the square. So when people go to your, go to your history, there's just a giant, it takes nine posts, right? Three, three, three. And then yeah. everything after that, it's that, that's like, that's the stamp. It's a dawn of a new era. <laughs> you follow me? Really? You feeling me? Yeah. Hey, hey. And, and I know, and you do like bathing suit pictures, right? I do. So you can have behind those three white marks, like you and your bathing suit or something laying down. That's fair. Okay. No, no cat. No cat. Do I get another episode in like eight months if I do this for you? Fuck yeah. <laughs> we can drink and then we will just riot the internet. I, you know, I don't do uh, that's a, I have a pretty strong, uh, I, I don't drink on the internet. Ever. Like I, like I don't, the one, like the other day I did a show after I had been drinking and I immediately pulled it down. Oh, that's bad. I would do the same shit. Like, I mean, I wasn't drunk or anything, but I just don't want anything on the internet with me like buzzed. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't really like the way I come across. Yeah. There's, and for someone who drinks as much as me, it's probably not, probably not a good. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and listen to that. Might be more tolerable if you do drink. Sevon's still stuck in 2015. What are you talking about? Why? 
Uh, Sevon drank a White Claw on live before. Was that like at a when, – when was that? Was that at like – I think I do remember that. But I mean, we're all adults here. We can we can all consume an alcoholic beverage. I but, know. I just don't like the I, – I like it to be sober on the show and sharp. Because that's the respect you have for yourself on the show. Right. Values. Right. Thank you. Um. Well, thank you. This was fun. Easy. Oh my gosh! Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, and it's a blast. It's um, your comment section is wild, though. It is wild, right? Yeah, it's it's dangerous to look at it. Um, you, I once again, I can't thank you enough. Uh, and just so you know, this is kind of a fucked up thing to say, but I was looking at the other. I don't want anyone to think that there's any relationship between her being on the show. The, the reason why Alex is on the show is I was like, oh, I want to talk to someone who runs a supplement company. That's completely it. I haven't had the anyone from Toe Spacers on. Um, I don't. I had Birthfit on long before they were uh, gave us money. I haven't had anyone from. I didn't have California Peptides on, um, and I haven't never had Gabe on. So I don't want anyone to think that. I mean, actually, if you think that, that's fine. But just so you know, there's no. There's no obligation on my part to. There's actually, the, I don't know if you guys gave us any obligation. No one ever tells me what the what the people who give us money want. I wouldn't assume that you would listen. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, that's good. <laughs> I mean, like, it is not a bad thing. You know what I mean? But it's kind of to say, like, I do what I want, right? And it's like, I think that's the fun part. And I think, like, why we align is because it's like, I have this mission and vision for my company and my brand. Yeah. And this is what I do. And we like to talk shit and have fun and then talk about serious stuff and I mean, it, it, it makes sense. And it's honestly an honor to be on the podcast. And I love, you know, you guys aren't degenerates in the comments. I saw that one, but it's amazing. It's creating community and, and cohesiveness with people. And honestly, like as much as I love what we do, there are days where I don't, there, I go days without seeing people, you know, and so something mm. like this, like it hits me in my core. And I thank you for the opportunity and the opportunity to share the company and the support you give our athletes and just that. I don't know that we're here and able to do it. So all the feel, all the feel goods, you know? Awesome. Well, thank you. But Stoked yeah. to meet you. I look forward to our next interaction. Yeah. We'll, we'll uh, keep tabs on how your creatine is uh, working. And if anyone wants to, you know, head to the website or have questions or anything, you can also schedule a supplement consult with me. That's oh, we're like, I'll just get on the phone with you and talk with you about what you want to do or how you want to do it. Um, and sometimes there's not a product for you. And sometimes it's going to be that you need to eat some real food and eat enough of it so that you can feel really good and do it. And so whatever you guys need, as far as supplements, nutrition, training, like we're here to help you be the best that you can be. So use us to that advantage. Awesome. I love that. Cool. All right, dear. Um, thank you for coming on. Uh, congratulations on all your success. Uh, it's, it's, it's fun to, uh, to get closer to you and to get uh, more insight in the company and you as a person. And we'll talk soon. For sure. Thanks guys. Bye. Alex best. A L I X. I kind of like that. Um, uh, CA peptides, uh, QR code up there. Cause then it's kind of like add some texture to the, to the, to the, to the, uh, Brandon Waddell. She's dope. Yeah. Cool. Cool chick. Right. Baddie, what's baddie mean? What's wrong with deer? Is deer good? You use deer again. Thank you, deer. Is it like grandpa shit? 
Alex, 1999. Damn. Isn't it like, um, isn't it like 69 or 89 or 59? What is it when you 69 someone, you 89 someone? What is it when you kick someone out? You, you 86 them. 86, 69. Jesus Christ. Uh, Will, how do I know Will Branstetter's a hipster? Because he likes these dumbass old school headphones. Ah, I love it, Will. You added yourself. Good job. 86, yeah. Of course you love these. I think these are, um, these were like some, Apple used to sell these. These were like their crazy expensive ones. Um, Sevon, uh, your Tyson Bajan cards will be delivered tomorrow. What do you mean Tyson Bajan cards? Is that what you're referencing? Do you have a man bun, Brandon? You're going to rock a man bun so much better than me. You're a big old hoss. When I was talking about doing snatching the 100-pound uh, dumbbell, which I haven't forgotten. By the way, I tried that workout again, uh, the muscle-up dumbbell workout. I did it with a 20-pound dumbbell. The first time I tried, I tried it with an 80-pound dumbbell. almost fucking broke my back. I did it with a 20-pound dumbbell and was barely able to do it. And, and the, the workout is this. Two snatches, uh, a strict muscle-up, from the seated position, starting at the top, lower yourself through, do one, 10 rounds. And so I'm trying to do that with a hundred pound dumbbell. I, I did it with a 20 pound dumbbell the other day. I know. Like I said, I started with the 80 and almost fucking killed myself. Um, anyway, uh, when I, when I said I wanted to snatch the hundred pound dumbbell, Brandon Waddell sends me a video of him snatching with one hand, 135 pound bar, bar with the 45s on. I was like, Oh, thanks dude. Appreciate the motivation. Like there's a point when someone beats you so bad that um that it kills the motivation. Well, Brandstetter, I can barely see you over my Birkenstocks and pour over coffee I just made. I want to read you um some comments um that I just don't think are that I think are just lame. And maybe some good ones too. One of them comes from Turntable, who I really like on the show, but he just said something so lame. I listened to that podcast that um, Garrett did, um, the two most controversial people in CrossFit. I don't know if you guys listened to that. That came out yesterday. It's a podcast about uh, uh, these um, these two ladies' take, Garrett and her wife's take, I forget her wife's name, a take on um, what's going on between Sporty Beth and, and I don't know, and, and Danny Spiegel and Andrew Hiller. Um, um, let me see. Uh, hope I didn't say anything mean to someone. Hold on a second. Um, God, people really love this Tyson, uh, this Tyson. Uh, Bajan podcast people uh, man so many people have reached out to me that's the thing by the way that's a great example that's a podcast that doesn't have a ton of views but the reach out on it is insane the people who are interested in that subject someone as nuanced as a new quarterback for the bears is crazy i even saw like some people on twitter like some sports writers and shit are like commenting on it reposting it quoting it it's kind of crazy um, 
Vivek Ramaswamy. Oh, but the Tyson Bajan comments have just completely taken over my comments. I wanted to read you this. This is nuts. Um, I know you guys get this. I, I don't know if I'm going to find it, but just listen, hear me out. And I know you guys get this, and I'm beating a dead horse with some of you. You cannot make a video about me, put it on the internet. Let's say your average video gets 800 views. You can't make a video about me and get 20,000 views that says I'm the most toxic man in CrossFit when I've given my whole life to CrossFit. Like, as soon as you contextualize that what I've done for CrossFit, I'm the largest content producer in the journal history. I've made more videos. I've produced more videos. Every metric, as long as I'm alive, there's no one ever going to pass so many things I've done. I produce more movies. I did the behind the scenes. I work more hours. I mean, like, I'm, I have no problem saying that I'm, I'm up there with uh, Nicole, Dave, and Greg Glassman. Like, like, I'm in a world all by myself. And then to call me the most toxic man there, put that video on the internet, and then to have any rules on how I retaliate is crazy. And and to to people are like, well, he's um he did say some mean things to her. I've never even said anything mean to her. I don't stop try to. I've never tried to stop her from um uh going to the games. I never tried. I'm not. I don't go out of my way to hurt any of these people. Everything I do with these people is just a fucking bit. There's no like, well, they just need to get together and talk and listen to each other. Dude, imagine making, going out of your way to make a video. Oh, someone's like, uh, uh, well, let me finish that thought. Imagine going out of your way to make a video to try to destroy someone who doesn't even know you. Who's trying to raise three kids at home. While you're addicted, she's addicted to Valium. She's admitted to being addicted to Valium. She's a drug addict. And then also... Um, uh, 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 celebrating that she, you've been diagnosed with seven mental illnesses, which I'm, which I, as I recall, she did. I'm, I'm, I'm exempt from like, I'm exempt from whatever I do, and I still haven't done anything mean to her. Someone, someone, someone made a comment on one of her videos. You should call the cops on him. You've told him to leave you alone many times. First of all, you've never told me to leave you alone. Second of all, I'm not harassing you at all. I'm not doing anything about I'm not doing anything. I didn't say to her, nah, 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 you're a fat girl. Never said anything like that. I made one comment where she was fighting in the comments and she was saying some shit that was just completely delusional, not grounded. And I said, hey, in the same way that you're fat and the same way that I have a big nose, it's just empirical. It just is. My nose is large relative to other people and you're obese relative to what's a healthy human being. That's it. It wasn't even like it was, it was it was put in the context of just saying um, uh, tr trying to get someone grounded in reality. Today is a sunny day like yesterday was a rainy day. Other dumb shit people are saying is that I was somehow I, I gave her the media pass and I somehow wanted to thank you. I didn't want to thank you. I'd have never have brought it up. I'd have never mentioned it to you guys. No one would ever know. She took the DM from Dave, cut my name out and posted it and thanked Dave. She did it. She continued the story. And now for me, it's just a fun bit.
And every time someone says something wrong about it or, or, or it puts it in the wrong context or illustrates it wrong, I'm just enjoy bringing it up. Turntable wrote in the comments somewhere, it's lame how the, the people who listen to the Sevon podcast go over and attack other people um, when they attack him. How is that lame? They are blatantly, these people, homophobic, racist, and sexist. Blatantly. And fatphobic. And fatphobic. And they overcompensate by pretending to embrace those things. And yet they accuse me of those things when they, we all know, anyone who can see that they are. Right? As soon as you start this statement with that poor fat girl or that poor Mexican girl or that poor girl because she's a girl, you've already admitted that you have a bias towards people for that reason. You can't then be like, I helped them because they were a poor Mexican girl. Well, you obviously think that they're a less than you because they're a girl, because they're poor, because they're obese, whatever. You've already just outed yourself. None of us are looking at anyone like that. None of the healthy people. So, turntable says, don't go over there and smash those people. Like, hey, dude, like, go over and smash whoever you want if they're saying dumb shit. We're not, we're not, I'm not sitting over here throwing rocks at, at, at uh, I'm going out of my way to make videos to throw rocks at other people's homes. What was the thing? Keep your name out of my fucking mouth? Dude. How crazy are you that I have I, I have a good friend, Athena Perez. She's a friend. I have a relationship with her. My mom has a relationship with her. My sister does. Like she's I would consider her a family friend. Like if she lived in the same neighborhood, like I would we'd walk our dogs and shit together. Do you know what I mean? I'd take my kids over to her house. Like take my kids over to her house. I can't say that about more than a half dozen people. If she lived in my neighborhood, I'd be friends with her. I've always supported her. Always. Because I like her. She's just a homie. The same way I would support if uh, if Matt Souza were to do a competition at his gym, I would support it. So imagine I'm supporting her. And I, I find out she's doing this seminar in my hood. She invites me there. I'm like, dude, not only do I want to come take it, I want to come, come film it and give you the footage so we can promote the shit out of it. And she's like, all right, cool. And now this person is like, like, dude, do you do? You're, you're trying to stop it. You're contacting Athena and trying to stop me from going over. First of all, I don't care. But second of all, do you think like Athena, do you, Athena and I are like friends? I don't use that word lightly. We're like friends, not like internet friends. And so if someone from here doesn't, like if you don't see that as just being a dipshit move, imagine going to my mom's house and being like, yeah, you should disown your son because – you know, um, cause, um, cause he said retard on the air. Like, my mom's going to be like, what? So my son, are you kidding me? He just planted three fruit trees in my yard. He brings his grandkids over here. Whenever he has extra fruit on his trees, he brings it over. You are not my friend, Dick Butter. You're my internet friend. Most of you guys, I think if we got to know each other, we'd hate each other. But I'm like friends with Athena. Like I, I've hung out with her. I go to dinner with her. We talk about shit besides CrossFit. 
Audrey. What a sad life, though, wasting their time trying to destroy on the back. It's crazy. Hey, it basically sums it up just all like this. Just imagine your life being involved, trying to cancel other people. I sincerely wish the best for her station. I sincerely wish her best on her journey, uh, uh, um, the, the Beth girl, um, on, on whatever she wants to do. Except if you fuck with me, then it's just uh, you're just going to become part of my three-ring circus and my party. How big is what? I don't know. On a good day, like on my best day, how big is it? Cra it's crazy. It's, cr it's crazy. On my best day, it's crazy. I used to have a, a code nickname for it. I'm not. I'm not ready to share it though. But it's fun, and 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 it was fun. It's fun. I'm old now though. Just chilling. Um. You guys want to hear a crazy story? Want to hear an insane story? Just, do any of you guys know who uh, Alpha Mendez is? Over at uh, the art of jiu-jitsu, AOJ, in Southern California. If you don't, you could look it up. He has a brother, Guy Mendez and Hoffa Mendez, and they own a gym here called AOJ. And yesterday I took my kids there. It's crazy. I almost feel like I, I should probably settle down. It was crazy. You go in there, it's the biggest kids program I've ever seen. It's probably like oh, it's 200 kids. I don't know. Four classes going on simultaneously. That dude greets us when we get there. I think that guy's probably like a seven times Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu world champion. I'm sure, he, I think he's won the uh, uh, Abu Dhabi uh, combat challenge at least a couple times. I'm, I saw more black belts yesterday at that gym than I've seen in my whole life. I bet you I saw six black belts. There's these, uh, they have these three black belts that were on the, on, on the, um, kids, uh, on the kids platform. The, the, the platforms at this jujitsu academy are raised off the ground, like a foot off the ground. They're massive, big. The classes and the parents kind of sit below, like a foot below. And, and the, on that big mat, there were three black belts teaching the kids' classes. Each class had six instructors. And I think there was a black belt in almost every one. I saw this kid who was a green belt teaching one of their kids' classes. He was like one of the best instructors I've ever seen anywhere. And he was a kid. He's probably like 15, 16. But when we got there, the 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 two most confident, three most confident, it was a blue belt, a purple belt, and a black belt. And they walked up to my kids Thick, thick, long black hair. I'm guessing they're Mexican girls. There's something. There's something south of the border. The most confident, beautiful three human beings I like you've ever seen. Just walk right up to my boys. Come on, up on the, and and greet them. And while, while my two of my boys are crying, scared to death, bring them up onto the mat. Oh, it was crazy. So good to see. My boys did two classes there in a row. They did a one one kid's class, got acclimated, then did another kid's class. Lots of great kids there. 
of, of course, in my eyes, my kids were standouts also in the class. Great movers, gentlemen, eye contact, shaking hands, thoughtful, polite, uh, incredible, incredible experience. Wow. I was so proud of them. I was so proud of the, their jujitsu coaches, Nico and uh, McKenna and, uh, where they got their start over at Garth Taylor, uh, because they were they, they they exemplified uh, gentlemen and and martial arts. Um, I don't know credo. I don't know what the term is. But um, when with this they this they got to talk to Hoffa Mendez and he said, "Hey, how long have you guys been doing jujitsu?" And my young my oldest son was like four years. He's eight, and he can say that four years. Dude, there were almost no blonde people there, which is the jujitsu scene's a trip. Almost all black hairs. It's like I'd say it's ten percent blondes, and the rest it's all <clears throat> either Asian or uh, south of the border, and, and then some Armenians. There are probably a couple of Jews there. It was uh, well, my kids were Jews, Armenian Jews, Middle Eastern Jews. Are Jews considered Middle Eastern? I guess so. Anyway, what a crazy experience! We're going to go there every day now. I'm so excited. I'm so, I, I, I that that I can't tell you the stress of taking your kids somewhere new like that, where there's such a um, folklore about the place. It was cool. That hair is racist. It was the ra most racist hair you've ever seen, dude. Their hair was incredible. I would I would pull a. After I leave town, I'll pull up pictures and I'll point out to you all the all their instructors. There was this dude, Mateo, and then there were these three girls, and it was nuts. You can just tell, dude. You you <clears throat> twenty one year old girl with a black belt is like a um uh a, a sight to reckon. Her confidence is like on another level, but mixed with this crazy humility. Even even you know, all those all those people there, that whole gym carries itself with such poise. It's nuts. And I immediately called their instructors. I was like, "Oh, your boys held their own. It was cool." And some other good shit happened. I don't want to jinx myself, but I'll tell you guys more more stories. It was good. It was it was, it was an incredible experience. The hospitality. The the what's interesting also is is like you know where where I'm from in Santa Cruz California the parking lot's full of like beat up trucks priuses and minivans this this parking lot's full of just like g wagons and shit Kenneth the lap every bjj place has a dude named mateo <laughs> um yeah, exactly. 21-year-old black belt, don't look at her wrong or raise your voice. Dude. I, these, 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 I don't, know, I don't know if I should call them kids, but all these people, there was the the whole, there were 18 instructors. I'd say the oldest one was maybe 30. Youngest one was maybe 15. They were on another level. You could just tell. The whole place carries itself so well. I'm excited to go in there and watch a uh, an adult class. No, uh, Jake, this isn't live. Sorry, we're not live anymore. This is pre-recorded now. Thank you though for checking in. All right. Um, 
Gonna hang out with Sarah and her family today in the morning. Take the boys surfing also. Um Milos Popovic, seven, what's your opinion on Greg saying jujitsu fucks up ligaments or something uh amongst those lines? I don't remember. Did he say that? Did he say that last night? It definitely everything has their own uh, wear and tear on you, right? Um they had a they had a kids class going while my kids were there that was a class where um, all the kids are homeschooled and they do two a days already. Oh yeah, Gary Roberts tonight. I forgot about that. Hiller and Gary Roberts will be coming on tonight. I forgot about that. Thank you for reminding me. Oh, is today Thursday? What's today? So what the fuck is today? Let me open this calendar real quick. Oh, Wednesday. I think tomorrow uh is a shut up and scribble episode also or is that today shit i don't know no that's tomorrow i blame Souza for scheduling too many things and then last night at the last minute i'm like hey can you schedule a podcast for tomorrow night you want to know what it is gary called me yesterday and he's got some footage of tyson bajan he wanted to show me and I was like, oh, can I play it on the air? It's it's actually, it's good. You guys are, for those of you who are Bajant fans, you guys are going to be pretty impressed by this. Like behind me, like just like handwritten back here, like who's coming on, that would be kind of cool. That's actually a good idea. A whiteboard with all the people's uh, names on it. Oh, Wad Zombie, Taylor wouldn't show us the picture you told us to demand. So you know what's funny, Wad Zombie? He called me. He's like, did you send that picture to Wad Zombie? I'm like, no. And he's like, well, he keeps talking about it in the comments. I'm like, oh, because I told him to bug you. Dude, you got to see that picture. I'm telling you, it's the craziest picture ever. Silence of the lambs. I give you that hint. Silence of the lambs. You got to see this picture. You got to see it. Absolutely nuts. No pun intended. I have a CEO flag. I should have traveled with it. I could have put that, put it back there, right? Adam Blakesley says, uh, you need Caleb to send you a CEO flag. Oh, wow. Dick Butter. This Get a whiteboard and write donations on it while you show us your ass. That's That would be cool. I do kind of like that. This is a, That has its own appeal. trying to think if there's anything i want to share here before something funny leave on leave on a good note go to my live call-in show notes um, oh okay here i got this you guys want to see something okay uh i'm gonna play this video and before i start this uh bit i want to tell you i don't understand the last joke so which shouldn't surprise anyone but I'm going to play this, and then you guys, someone's going to have to explain to me this this last joke, okay? Because I do not get it for the life of me. Okay. You guys ready? Here we go. Megan Trendes jump off a cliff to see who hits the bottom first. Who wins? 
society. <laughs> Why do Americans never make jokes about mass shootings? Because it's always too soon. <laughs> Where do you find a dog with no legs? <laughs> Where I left it. <laughs> what did the cannibal do after dumping his girlfriend? He wiped his bum. <laughs> Why was Wait. Oh, I get it, right? What did the cannibal do after he dumped his girlfriend? He waved his bum, meaning he ate her and shit her out. Okay, I get that one. Okay, I get that one. Isn't Helen Keller any good at driving? Because she was a woman. <laughs> what is the difference? I don't approve of that joke. I do not approve of that, no matter how true it is. difference between Jesus and a picture of Jesus. You can hang the picture on the wall with one nail. <laughs> How do you get a nun pregnant? The bitch. <laughs> I don't get it. How do you get a nun pregnant? The beach? The bitch? How do you get a nun pregnant? The bitch? The beach? Get a nun pregnant. <laughs> I don't get that one. How do you get a nun pregnant? The beach. And that one's like rock the house. That guy in the back's like, I'm done. <laughs> I don't get oh someone else wrote it too right here look at this and I don't get the nun joke oh I thought it was a dress up her as an altar boy I thought it was how do you get a nun pregnant just fuck the oh just fuck the bitch oh Oh, so no one gets that joke. The way I've always heard the punchline was have an altar boy fart in her. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I get that. Audrey, it's time to work out. You didn't get the dog one? Which was the dog one? I think I got all of them. The dog one? Anyway. All right. Well, that's good. Usually there's someone in the comments is like, you idiot, it means this. And no one did that. That's good. Where's David Weed when you need him? All right. Uh, I will see you guys this evening. going to be a wild show. Uh, Hiller, Gary Roberts, uh, we will be talking about, uh, Gary and I will be talking about our long relationship with Travis Bajan and Tyson Bajan. 1400 dms it's absolutely nuts those dms are i don't know why it says 14 but patrick clark says seven with 14 dms unanswered i'm telling you it's there's dude on a final note i have relatives who communicate with me through dms listen if you have something to say to me which is fine you can but if you have something to say to me like that's like important like an, a mutual relative died or something, please send me a text. You have my, you have my number. You can text me. I mean, and I'm not talking about like my sister. My sister like will send me like a, you know like um, don't 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 send me Instagram reels you want me to go to in my text. I'm just talking about like real conversation. Like people will be like send me a DM like oh how's 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 your mom doing? And it's like one of my relatives. I'm like dude, are you fucking kidding me?
And then we have this conversation going and I'm, and I start to stress out that I'm going to miss it and they're going to be upset at me. Do not do that. All right. Bye-bye.